0: The "Where's My Forty Acres?" podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience.
1: Wow! Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. Uh, This is Carol from Big Cat Rescue. Uh, Howard, please stop talking over my video. Thank you. Um, this is Carol from Big Cat Rescue. I just wanted to let you know that uh, they are reopening the case that said that I. My husband, which is oh, insane. Um, so, yeah, everything's okay here. Uh, everything's fine here. Uh, they, uh, you know, my husband and I are having great sex. I, Howard! If you talk over my video one more time, I'm going to feed
2: you to the cats. Um. That That's just a fun joke that we have. Um. <laughs>
0: mm. Whoa. Okay. Yo, what is good, everybody? You are listening to the Where's My 40 Acres Podcast. It's your host, Fidon Black. I'm joined tonight by Twan and Mike. Deidre has been expressing that she wanted to join or she wants to join when she gets the time to. But, you know, that Rona is real. Uh the yeah, hospital situation is extremely real. essential. Yeah, it is it is not a game, it's not a joke. So y'all send her your prayers, you know, send her your love. If you see her on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, say what's up, say hi, send messages to her because she is working through it, they're working her to death and everybody else there trying to save lives. So God bless her and let's go ahead and do this show. If she pops in cool, but uh she'll be back. She's she's not gone. She's just Saving lives, doing things. Working real hard.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. All right, and Joy is joining us tonight. Joy, if you listen to MTR Network for reviews or re-reviews, that famous person, Joy. What's what's good, ma'am?
3: I'm not famous, but thank you for having me. Uh,
0: I have text messages that say otherwise. Now you've admitted to this. I got proof.
3: No, more so. It more so it was a joke. By the way, uh, like before we start. Deidre, you know how much I love you, girl. We always comment on each other's (laughs) posts and uh, wishing you all like the best and wonderful energy. You're out here kicking ass and saving lives. And so I believe in you. I love you. You got this.
0: Yeah. Coming from a famous person. So there you go. That famous person love. Extra real. First Lizzo (laughs) sent them lunch and now you're getting praise from another famous reviewer.
3: Lizzo sent her lunch? That's amazing
0: Yeah,
4: yeah personally sent to DJ, nobody else Lizzo <laughs> was like, yo, I fuck with the craft beer reviews,
1: let me break you off with this uh, Jimmy John's real quick
3: Man, yeah Wow
0: mm-hmm. So thank you ma'am for popping in and joining us, it's been a while, it's been a minute, it's been some time, and we're glad to have you back cause you're always your commentary is always top notch, it is <laughs>
3: Thank you. Worthy. Yeah. You're you worthy. Ooh, I can't wait to talk about today. You I'm are so excited. Worthy.
0: So first off, I would like to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Um, we appreciate the support. If you are a premium supporter, double thank you because you keep the servers going. Also, if you're a premium supporter, make sure you download that We Watch Ratchet live edition for Bad Boys for Life that Twan and I did as a test run for hopefully more future re- we watch Ratchets to come during this quarantine situation. A lot of time, a lot of movies. We about to bust them out. So we're, we're making lists. We're trying to get them together. We're trying to schedule this shit and get them out. But yeah, we tested it. It worked flawlessly. So now we can literally watch anything together. Nothing is holding us back. Nothing can stop us now. We're going to give you all these ratchet reviews live. Without audio in the background from the movie, y'all. Like I said, and like we said in the Bad Boys for Life episode, we are not trying to get sued by these uh, studios. We don't have the money. They don't have the money. So they're trying to take money from anybody they can get it from at this point. I'm not trying to be their bailout, nigga. So, no. You will not be able to hear episodes, but you can still watch along with us. And shout out to everybody who sent in voicemails or emails. Appreciate y'all as well being interactive with the show. We have something to play tonight. And I know I posted a link to to me and Ashley's registry for the baby girl that's supposed to be due in June and niggas just that, that link might've been up for like two hours and people just started sending us gifts. Everything matters. Like everything's important. Diapers, formula, all of that shit is great. Like there's nothing that we look at and go, ew, I didn't need buy this. Like everything we look at and everything is big wide surprise eyes. That somebody actually brought that. So thank you, Asia. Thank you, uh, Chanel, Jared, Andre, Nikki, Aaron, uh, Jaffa. I think that's everybody. Shirley. Yeah, that's everybody, I think, since we posted the link. So thank you to everybody that sent something a uh, summer. Like, appreciate everyone. And yeah, that that was that was fucking awesome. We went outside to the garage and it was just packages upon packages. Also, some of you niggas know where we live now. So, uh, you know, keep that tidbit to yourself. That was not supposed to be in there. But, you know, hey, I trust y'all. I figure if you actually bought a gift, then you won't try to come kill us. You know, and occupy our home. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Keep that shit to yourself. Don't be selling our personal information to anybody
4: because social distancing and whatnot.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're not even supposed to be getting that close. All right. All right. All right. So let's go ahead and start this shit. Let's get this podcast popping off because 2020 is the year of uh, nigger every day yes, I'm, uh, shit going on every day the opening track that was played in the intro is by a rapper named China, and she passed away today this news like just dropped maybe 90 minutes ago at the most 90 minutes ago and Twitter has been all over it yeah she was 25 so that's immediately just gone too soon and if you heard that track you'll see why a lot of people are kind of going through it right now dealing with her passing she was very talented like she was pretty fucking dope and she was like a lot of people was like a lot of her fans were ready for her to have next she was with asap mob like she was out here man and a lot of there's been a lot of kind words about her personality meeting her in person so this this is hitting a lot of people who knew her personally and a lot of her fans really hard tonight. Like twenty twenty just fucking sucks, dog. This is just not the year.
4: Yeah, it's like big time trash. Like twenty twenty is going down at the top of the bottom. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. So um, shout thank you Joy for sending me over this because I was looking for something official and Joy was able to send me over a Pitchfork article. They were the ones that looks like they reached out and contacted, got the information or something. So. I'm going to read a little bit from this just so we can get some um, solid feedback on this character. And uh, here we are. China she died at 25. She's a Philadelphia rapper China Rogers, best known as China, died today. Her family confirmed through her management, China was deeply loved and will be, so, be sorely missed. Rogers began her career as a model, signing with four models when she was 14, finding a mentor in ASAP yams. Wow. As a teenager, her affiliation with the ASAP Mob ignited her efforts to build a career as a rapper. She released her first single in 2013 and 2014, finding online success quickly with Selfie and Glen Coco. She followed those with a few EPs, including 2015's I'm Not Here, This Isn't Happening, 2016's Must Die, "Must Music To Die To. She later said her music was for angry people with too much pride to show how angry they are. Rogers was open about the opioid addiction she struggled with in the wake of her music taking off, addressing her trouble in her 2016 mixtape 19. She released 19 on her 22nd birthday that August, having accomplished three months of sobriety, she told Pitchfork in a 2018 Rising interview. She released an EP last year that uh, was called In Case I Die First. She did a tour last year as well throughout the month of December and 25 is just way too young and it, for me it especially sucks when it's a young strong like female rapper who is extremely talented and is kind of making a wave so yeah that this this sucks um God, I hate finding out about people too late like literally this is too
2: late right yeah man It's a real shame.
0: Yeah. Uh, Prayers out to her family, man. That's to be dealing with all of this shit and then to still have to deal with the actual trials and tribulations of life. People are people are going through it right now. Like the quarantine situation affects a lot of people differently. And if you're already struggling with something before going into this, that can be a lot. You know, I don't know if that was her case. You know, struggling with addictions is a real thing. And that's that's a life journey. So. It, it just it sucks that she barely she made it to a quarter of her life and she looked like she had a real promising future and she had a promising present like she was doing a lot at such a young age. I'd be looking at these kids, man, and I'd be like, the fuck was I doing at 25? Definitely nothing that productive, man. I tell you what. I don't know. Joy, what is it like to be a success story at 25, man? What's it like to be
3: famous? <laughs> I'll get out of here. Um, I'm
0: 28.
3: <laughs> not 25. You're
0: 28 now, uh, but you've been famous okay. since I've known you.
3: No, not even. Like I was I struck when I was 25. I was really going through it, like trying to I was in a weird crossroads in my life. Career-wise, um, I just got, uh, like, on my 25th, funny enough, on my 25th birthday, I gave my two-week notice to my first job out of college. Um, and that was my gift to myself because I just was tired of <laughs> working at my old job. Uh, and then I started at my new job, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I moved back from, like, Jersey to New York, was living in Harlem, like, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out, like, what it, who I wanted to be as a marketer. Um, and then my writing didn't really, really, really pick up until, until then, like until really like 2017, 2018. So yeah, it was like a weird time.
2: hmm.
0: Yeah. If you want to hear like 26 year old me, go back and listen to old episodes of Where's My 48, and then realize that, that we were trash. Don't go back and listen to those episodes. <laughs> don't, don't,
3: don't, go, don't go back and dude, listen dude, to those episodes. You know what's so funny? As I do listen to some of the old episodes, of where is my 40 acres? What do I need to laugh. Don't do oh, that. Oh, man.
0: Don't do that. Don't do it. We, we need to
4: listen to the old episodes to laugh at us, not with us.
0: Yeah, please don't <laughs> laugh with us. We, we all, all three of us <laughs> speak on those episodes as if we were not raised by good fathers
1: like don't I'm, do I'm that I'm scared to listen to those episodes man
3: yeah I, when you grow growing up on growing up podcasting that gotta be a nightmare man cause it's like you're developing and it growing old
4: episodes it's not
3: that's <laughs> true but like yo having my previous like twenty twenty seventeen sixteen fifteen 16, 15 and earlier thoughts on wax oh, that's right? probably a bad idea mm-hmm. it's a bad yeah. idea
0: mm. it, it was, I
4: was too young at the time to realize it was a terrible idea but hey it happened here we
0: are. It's especially bad in our case because we were attempting to be funny. Not saying we weren't funny. We were funny, but, but also we were trying to
4: be
1: funny. At the expense we were, of... We were, on the, we were on that line, man. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, you spin it positively, right? If you ever feel like you're not growing and developing in your life, it might be worth listening to one of those old episodes and being like, oh no, there's a trajectory here of good.
0: Mm -hmm. I edit us every week. So I know we grow from every from episode to episode (laughs) at this
1: point.
3: So, yeah, if you're ever feeling down about yourself, like, yo, I'm stagnant in life. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what? Where do I go from here? What's the next phase? Listen Mm -hmm. to the old episodes. You've grown. Mm hmm.
2: Mm hmm.
0: So, Joy, I know you came in hot and ready. So let's, let's just start with one of your topics that you wanted to talk about on the podcast. Cause I love when you come on shows or podcasts in general, cause you always have some shit you're ready to throw out. Like you always playing with a good hand. Every, every podcast that you hop on, I feel like you got a good spades hand over there and you're like, I'm Thank just you. waiting to cut up. So which what, what, which what did you want to discuss with the 40 acres crew?
3: Well, since you did the intro with with whoever's imitating Carol Baskin, we got to talk about Tiger King, man. I have so many thoughts. I have been OK. There's not somewhat like breaking news, but like I've been thinking about writing an article for the MTR Network, like a bit of an op ed. Mm -hmm. And the title I'm working in my head is uh, Netflix's true crime slate shows the extremeness of white vigilantism. Mm-hmm. and i want to use tiger king don't fuck with cats and the Pharmacist as like my three shows to like leverage in my piece because Ooh. all three of them are just like the summary of it is white people play by different roles
1: have, have you seen the, um, how to fix a drug scandal
3: no do and that, do i need to what is this
1: what how to fix a drug
3: basically, scandal
1: basically it is it, in massachusetts they have two drug labs Right. And one's in the one's in Boston and one's in like the West Side. Right. There was a woman, Indian woman in the West Side. I heard about her. I
4: remember when that happened in real life. She was faking Yeah,
1: she wasn't even doing a test. But there was a white woman in in the other thing six months later that was literally just getting high off of everything. Well,
4: we know what rule number four is. I never heard that before.
1: Testing the controls off the junk. She was Never using the drugs they had in labs to test, like to test. She was using those to get high. And then she started opening up evidence and getting high off of that. Oh, so God, like they, that they, came, crazy. they came in wow. with like a hundred grams, she was skimming ten off top.
3: Nigga. Do you see what I'm saying? Like then started, right.
1: started cooking crack in the like Yes. Bro, yeah. what? Putting your feet up Bruh. on the couch. You're a rapper? But,
3: Fuck, but do you see, a see what I'm saying? saying? Like all four of these series on Netflix are in different pockets of the US, all different areas. You got Don't Fuck with Cats, you have people spread around the US. Somewhere, one person was in Vegas, the other person was in somewhere else who was like leading this team. Have y'all seen Don't Fuck with Cats? Absolutely. Okay, I do I, I mean. I haven't watched
1: it yet. Okay, I so I don't.
3: I'm asking because so I want to give y'all a premise because you just need. I need y'all to understand.
1: Well, you, can, you, just, you can spoil it. I still watch. I okay, care.
4: here's yeah, the premise. Yeah, I know the, the, the general gist, but I don't know. Okay,
3: do here's the, the here's the premise. So there was random white people on the internet doing what random white people on the internet do: searching the web, minding a business, right? And then we get to a point where some random dude starts posting. Uh, like essentially, not even essentially abusing kitties, like kittens, mm. on the dark web. Mm. Like started, like putting them in, like pa- like plastic Ziploc bags and sucking the air out with a vacuum. Like real sadistic shit, like that. Right? Yeah, it wasn't
0: abusive. He was killing cats on YouTube, dog.
3: And white people were like, "Black folks getting killed by the cops got nothing to say," but sh- <laughs> but kittens, we stopped today. And so they made a Facebook group. To find this man. And when I tell you. Everybody who was on this this uh, slam team needs to be picked up by CIA immediately. Bruh. They were they were like doing uh, zoom-ins on photos, figuring out the vacuum in the picture, finding out that that vacuum is only made in the U.S. and Canada. Was able to narrow down that it was in North America.
1: Like that is that is abyssal twenty seven hundred. Bro, these are the people that you don't want Bruh. to come
0: after you. Like this is why I don't talk shit to random people I don't know online like I would not go up and read it and start running my mouth because these are people so know, be on,
1: on the people that will come after you get swatted have the
3: fuck on the, the dark shit. wet man the, the, the craziest part was so this man this man who killed the kitten starts escalating and he actually kills a human and and post parts of it of that Whoa. video of him killing a, pe- a person he creates a whole right. he, he creates a whole stuff film dog
4: I'm glad they got him then shit
3: Oh, no, 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 absolutely. But what's crazy is that, like, how they found this man's apartment because he took a selfie and they went from the direction of how the picture was taken, the background gas station, figured out the gas station was in Canada and it was a chain and there was only an X amount and was able to look based on Google Maps on what apartment and what floor that man was on.
0: Yo, but see, this is this was where he fucked up at, because if he would had taken a picture in front of a 7-Eleven, they would have never been able to find Never Cass, found that nigga. 11 nope. on but every
5: he, corner. he—he
3: was—he was very braggadocious. He was he was—he was a ticking time bomb in terms of getting caught. But the level oh, of yeah. detail and energy they put towards his man, mind you, he did kill somebody towards the end, so he needs to go. <laughs> but like,
1: look, but like, it didn't the, start with it was the, with that though. It didn't no, start with it was. That.
3: Listen, I don't want Cass getting killed on camera or out off a of camera, never. But I was just like, yo, if y'all put this energy to like never. crooked police officers. Streets would be clean. They were were fighting
0: with the cops. Like, they were calling the cops. Like, will you motherfuckers do your job and catch this pussy killer? And the cops were like, hey, could y'all stop bugging us?
3: Bruh, speaking of bugging, have you seen the pharmacist?
0: Yes, I did that last week.
3: Yo, okay. And And, and, and this is another great example of white people play by different rules. So the premise is, you're in St. Bernard, Louisiana. Man named Danny, older white gentleman. Mary, got two kids, an older son, also named Danny, and a daughter. Young Danny liked to smoke that yummy. Like, he likes to, you know, he likes to have a good time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Young Danny decides to take his daddy's pickup truck into the Ninth ward to pick up drugs, and he gets killed.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Old Danny, OG Danny is like, yo, we need to find out who killed our son. The cops were like, it's the Ninth ward. We're not trying to die. Mm -hmm. And so this man drives into the knife ward, interrogating all these black folk, finds a black woman who did see it, like literally stalks her and calls her mama, her auntie, her grandmama to keep track, to make sure that she keeps her promise to testify. She does. Duke goes away and and gets convicted. And you're thinking like, okay, well, then the story's over. No, it's not. But see, Danny's actually a pharmacist in St. Bernard, like actually you know, writes and fulfills prescriptions at a pharmacy in St. Bernard, Louisiana. He sees that there's an uptick of, of oxycodone prescriptions. Like, the milligrams are way beyond what a normal person should be taking. And he's sitting here like, uh-uh, my young Danny boy died from this shit. I'm taking medicine in my own hands. When I tell you that this man was calling the CIA, the FBI, the DEA, literally, and on tape, he'd be like, you know, hey, hey DEA, this is Jenny calling again. And they would answer this man's calls and entertain him. And he was like literally messing up their underground <laughs> drug <laughs> investigation because there was a clinic that popped up and this doctor was fulfilling prescriptions under the table. Shorty put in, in the bank, $2 million in cash in one year.
0: But my man just, was running his own undercover things. Dude was completely obsessed with it to the point where he was tearing down any any three any letter government agency that was involved, going in, recording every conversation he had with Bruh. anyone. My man had a creepy creepy. Dog Karina came t- um what's her name? Came through. Katrina Karina. Katrina came through and flooded the whole shit. And the only thing that survived. Were his recordings. People lost. People losing all their homes. Whole homes. All his tapes. Was up. Just happened to be in the attic. And all of them shit survived. So he got everybody on tape. And everything they ever said. For like the past. Four or five years. And then this shit lingered. Into like 10 years. Like he harassed that black woman. For like 18 months.
3: Yo. And again. I'm not even saying that. That the. That the. Intent isn't noble. Because there was there was a legit opioid crisis in Saint Bernard, Saint Bernard during that time before Katrina hit, and even definitely after Katrina, because a lot of those residents, you know, losing your homes, you go to drugs to kind of like alleviate Dead the pain depression. of losing everything and your loved ones and things of that nature. But Saint Bernard was like the highest rate of deaths from Oxy, like from from the o- from opioids. And I was sitting there like, I, again, it's a noble cause, but I keep thinking back to like. The crack epidemic. And I'm just sitting here like, bruh. But he didn't, even after the crack,
0: he didn't even go after the crack, which is what his son was buying. He went after the opioid crisis because that was he was directly connected to. And what yeah. made it really fucked up at the end of the documentary was, you know, one they they finally do show that doctor. And I was surprised that they got her because Netflix must be dropping some real dollars to get people to come and tell them they sales. And that woman came in there and you can't tell me that she wasn't getting all of her supply up her nose. Like she was on it. She claims it was an accident, but no, she leaning too hard and they go in and they kind of get her out of here. And like seven more of these establishments pop up at this point. It's like they couldn't do it. It's already started. There's nothing that they could do. They were like, I remember one of the cops was saying they thought this was the end. (laughs) No, this was the beginning. It wasn't a cop. It was one of the guys that worked for the pharmacy company. That was trying to sell opioids. To the different to the uh, it, he what was he like uh, he was like a marketing person for drugs, he was like literally they had
3: like on the ground salespeople who were going door to door and they did it by zone so yeah. they like back back in the day like old not even back in the day but like back 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 in the day in early marketing a lot of it was like network building and on the ground grassroots building so people would be door to door salesmen and literally lock, knocking on different doors of small businesses pharmacies things of that nature to sell it and. There's this large marketing, uh, not marketing, uh, pharmaceutical company. I can't, I'm blanking on the name, Um, that employed that strategy. And so they did it by zones.
0: They had in they different
3: had, zones within the U.S. It's
0: one of the only, it's one of the only times in American history where you can literally walk around with drugs in a suitcase, pop them open and be like, this is our supply. We got that good, good. Like, and he's doing this and they're, they're trying to get employee of the month while doing this shit.
3: On top of that, Saint Bernard had extremely loosey goosey laws on people building clinics, Man. because after they got for the first woman—I think her name was Jacqueline or something like that—after mm-hmm. they got the first uh, doctor up uh, out of there in the Saint Bernard area, which the population is not that big, they like multiple clinics kept springing up afterwards because they realized, like, oh, Shorty made money, money bet, and so a bunch of clinics kept getting open, and it all you need to do was like commit to paying taxes. And applying for a certain and then people would easily accept that proposal. And then now you have a clinic and you can, you know, give out opi- opioids for a certain price and fill out prescription and fill out a, a, a script.
0: I feel like Netflix has Black Mirror, the show, and then they have their own special version of Black Mirror documentaries that are just like
3: where all these documentaries are 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 filmed by the same cinematographer oh absolutely. they all have the same look and feel too. no it's
0: it's the same it's the same team it's netflix's personal documentary team it has to be because like you said same slow-mo camera that spreads over the whole city same tone same color scheme for every type of shot same portrait shoots with wide lenses up in people's faces same like slow rolling like Carol tried to blame Netflix for making her look bad, but I'm like, ma'am, nobody told you to ride around on that beach cruiser looking creepy as fuck for them to film. You knew they was filming you when you was riding around looking like a, a hippie lost in time.
3: And, Bruh. And that, know, yeah, let's get know. let's get right into Tiger King because, man, all the thoughts. I mean All the thoughts. People try they tried to they
0: tried, Netflix is amazing at putting stories within stories within stories because they don't have enough story for just the main person, right? They put Joe's face on that cover with a tiger, but that story is so far from just being Joe's story. They knew they had three villains. They knew every person they interviewed in that shit was trash, except for the one transgender person that they mislabeled throughout the whole documentary series.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah. So one thing. Okay. so a couple of things. One, if you guys haven't listened, Wondery is doing a podcast called Tiger King, Joe Exotic. And I think it's
4: a podcast that guy was on a couple of days ago, but I haven't listened to that one yet.
3: Would recommend because I think it gives a really good it gives additional context that you might feel like you didn't get at the end of Tiger King. Because I walked out of Tiger King being entertained, but I had a lot of different questions. In between of like, I understand why they compressed it, because, again, I think it goes within the broader Netflix format of like six to eight episodes for the documentary, very sensationalized. Mm -hmm. But there was on on a timeline standpoint, there was a couple of questions that I had. And I do think that the podcast is a great supplement after you see the series uh, to fill in some of those gaps. So I would, okay. I would say, listen to, okay. yeah, listen to that would recommend, but yeah, no, I think what's interesting about Tiger King in general is that it's equally about and not about the tigers. Yes. And I know that sounds crazy, but like, that is exactly what it is. It, cause you're, you're absolutely right. Venom. like, it goes so quickly into your, like, it's the, the, the crux and the heart of it is about the tigers, but it's so, you know, separates from that about oh, yeah. episode three. Yeah. Or, quickly quickly yeah no once it gets in
0: it so it starts off with joe and these tigers and this whole thing about people these three different organizations that own these tigers and how they operate these zoos or tiger establishments whatever you want to call them parks centers whatever differently so they got the guy that hires homeless people and bums and people out of prison to work his establishment they've got the woman that uses that have people thinking that they're rescuing these cats by putting them in cages. She only has 12. The guy that uses homeless people supposedly has like a 100 and something cats. And then they have the guy who is basically a pimp and uses his hose to take care of his establishment. Like he feels like he's the Hugh Hefner of the Tiger Zoo world. So they give you these three people. And then they trickle out their personal stories the only person whose story they didn't really dive deep enough into in my opinion was doc's story like they got one of the women that used to work with him
1: doc was smart he was real smart
0: doc was very smart but like they they tried to get some stuff with him and they had the one girl but the other girls they weren't talking so what they Mm. realized was we can take this carol's husband went missing shit and act like this is a documentary about Joe Exotic, but for episode three, four, and half of five, it's really about Carol Baskin and the fact that her husband would disappear and the shit that Joe did to her to keep people on her about her missing husband using social media, his own show, and just how crazy this woman looks in general by interviewing Don's family and stuff, getting all their opinions and what happened to the will, and the stuff with the money. And just how, and Carol is the perfect, Carol is like, um, I can't remember the guy who they arrested for the being the Atlanta monster that he threw in prison. It's like William something. And that cat, I don't believe he did those murders, but he's the perfect person for you to arrest and to put in front of a jury. Without having to easily convince the jury that he probably did something, so let's just put him in prison. Like that home, that kid, that man doesn't help himself. If you ever heard him do interviews or talk in the Atlanta Monster podcast, Carol is that type of character. She might not have killed her husband. She did, but I was gonna say like, (laughs) but we all know she did. Let's say she didn't because she did. But
4: (laughs) I am convinced she did. Carol thinks that he was a. He
0: got clapped by cartels that he was dealing with down in Costa Rica. That's a lot. Carol just fed him the Tigers because she wanted that money. She's been playing she was I'm just saying, 16.
3: Shorty at the end said, very quickly, if a tiger wanted to attack Joe, you have to cover shoes. him in sardine oil with, with ease. And How why, would I know that, Carol? That's what she's that the perfect Carol?
0: character. Because Carol looks crazy, lives within her crazy presents herself as crazy as if it's normal and then be telling on herself. Like Carol sat and went, Carol stood in front of a cage where a lion was in a four by four cage struggling to drink water and proceeded to go. Joe's Joe's park is just abysmal and they treat the lions terrible. It's like having a slave in the background, picking cotton while Massa is doing an interview at the front of the plantation about civil rights, what?
3: Yo, I'm still, <coughs> I'm still trying to understand. I've done scene entire gang now two weeks ago. I'm still trying to understand what was different about Big Cat Rescue and Joe Zoo. There I'm really trying to see different. what what was the different differentiation because there was none. Because like her conditions were even worse and joe exotic is a despicable character let me be very clear but at least he paid his employees it was peanuts but he paid them y'all she had this whole complicated color shirt system where you have to work as a volunteer for like two to three years and you to get like a a purple shirt or like a, a turquoise shirt whatever fuck shirt she got in the, in like, in the broader Roy G. Biff fucking category. Oh, she paid them. And none of, the motherfuck- and none of them motherfuckers got paid.
0: No, she paid them. She paid them a hundred. It was a certain level of shirt. You had to be like a purple belt. And that's when you started getting paid. She paid them After like a hundred dollars. Yeah, she paid them like a hundred dollars a week for like 80 hours of work. And what Carol, and I love how Carol recruited people, right? Because I say that Joe got homeless and pri- homeless people and prisoners, right? The, the left behinds. Doc got exotic dancers straight out of strip clubs who couldn't strip no more or couldn't do Playboy or porn and got them to work got them to work for him and he paid them shit too. But Carol got volunteers. Carol took her white woman superpower and went out and recruited other white women. Like 40-year-old white women. And it was the white women whose husbands don't want them to be in the house or don't care what they're doing. You're not working, you want to go work on Carol's zoo farm rescue cat kitty thing whatever, go ahead. I don't care. If that makes you happy. Them the type of women she recruited, and I was just like, it amazes me how it seems like nobody, like the the bums and the prisoners, had a more had more of an understanding of this situation, I think, than almost anybody else in this documentary who was stuck in it, where they were. Not saying that the women who were being, um, that that doc was the women that doc was taking advantage of and his misogyny and his sexism didn't understand that. Right, they they live in that world. I got that. But when they started talking to Carol's people who. Claim to be volunteers, and they do this for the cats and that shit. And then you see Carol doing these fucking Facebook announcements in her home. Well, today Lily ate ate three of her snacks. That's two more snacks than she ate yesterday. She must be having a happy day. Yay! And then you find out Facebook is sending her fucking paychecks for twenty one thousand dollars a week. Facebook. off of ads. You know, was
3: gotten a check. I I, like the way she I'm just like so blown because when she talks a little bit about her history and a little bit about her story and behind the scenes on how she started and it was like you were fully y'all were fully poaching exotic animals like before it was you want to buy them because you love them so much which weirdly enough she was like I'm allergic to cats which I, Mm -hmm. I was like so then why what anyway and it then started off with her going to like this auction with her you know, now deceased husband that she killed and trying to save the cats from, like, a a slaughter farm. Uh, And it was, like, these exotic cats. And then she ended up buying, like, literally all of them in the U.S., her and her husband, who she killed. And now you're in a situation where she has all these people or, like, all these animals with her new husband and which she got after she killed her old one. And now she's trying to figure out, like, when you're watching it you're like okay one they're still in cages so if your messaging is for big cat rescue is you're making sure that they have safe environments because you know fun fact and they said this at the end of the documentary there are more cats that are owned by people exotic animals that are owned by people than are actually in the wild Mm -hmm. so they do have a they're going to get they're going to become extinct soon and so you are holding a good chunk of them too and you your property is worse than Joe's. Not gonna lie.
0: And he she has way more money than he has. So there's and she has to volunteer by the numbers for it. There's no reason that big cat rescue could not be a big reservation for cats. Like for big cats at this point, if that's what you're gonna do. But that would require her to dip into her own money and start to spend it on these cats. Then I find it very hard to believe that a person who wears nothing but shit that looks like it was skinned from cats. It's hard for me to believe that she actually cares as much about cats as she claims to. OK, I, I'm sorry. I don't I don't see how you can walk around in fur this and strike this and strike this and then be like, I love cats so much. Like, I love I love my dog, but I'm not going to walk around in a Yorkie hat. OK, that, that just to me, that completely goes against me saying
1: that I love this dog. I mean, not if you if you're wearing an actual Yorkie. Then maybe.
0: I think Carol is wearing real furs up in that bitch. She got it's just too much shit with stripes and stuff on it for me to believe that some of them old cats and get turned into purses and coats.
1: Dude, now me, I had a whole like I agree with the stuff y'all saying, but I was rooting so hard for Carol. God, right. was rooting for her. Oh, for her to get Joe? When she, no, well, when she was suing that nigga. Yeah. Oh, that, oh was so like, was I. Sued. Oh yeah, because Joe's trash.
3: Oh yeah, no, no. no. Yeah. He needs to go. Like, I, let me make it very clear. <laughs> she absolutely killed her husband, and she is equal, She is trash. But Joe Exotic was- is a level of, of fuckery that should not exist on this planet. Yeah, yeah. Because he is a goddamn but nightmare.
1: It's it's fuckery, but it's like oh, it's just it's wonderful it's to great watch. Great
3: TV. It. Like I have so many, so many questions. Like so, so many. Que- I have. Questions about... Here's one of my biggest questions. Your husbands. You knew they were straight?
0: Joe's husbands?
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> did he know?
1: Yes, he knew. A he definitely knew. He knew.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, probably. No, look,
0: no, he knew.
1: He absolutely it, knew. Do, I mean, look, look, does it matter if you get in the dick? I'm, in well, context I mean, obviously, of, they're not straight, but they probably... He probably knew that they were bi. I'm just saying. I'm I just think, saying. It doesn't matter if you're getting a dick. Like does Like why would he care? You can be straight, gay. You would not care. You still, you
3: I just, mean, maybe it's just me, but like if I'm gonna be with somebody that I'm gonna marry, I hope they're not here for the meth I can provide them.
1: Yes, Here's the, the thing but
5: you're a good person. For.
4: That's the difference. Between- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think about things like that. And you like consider your partner and like, you know, try to take care of the Joe exotic. is not that type of person. No,
0: I don't don't understand this world. Exotic is here for the booty. I don't understand this world, but I'm gonna bring it up. Cause I've, I've seen it. I've heard, I've heard women talk about it and I've seen it. Right. Like just having conversations about it. I don't understand the difference between what Joe is doing and what like some studs be talking, be doing when they be talking about flipping women. Like, I don't, I don't get what the difference is to me. I just looked at Joe and I was like, Oh, he out here flipping dudes okay like he 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 found he's finding curious men who need meth and he's flipping them
1: i got yeah, it but he's but he's not like being like oh you kind of curious and you want to see it. he's like no i got meth and you're hooked to yeah, it yeah
3: so. i think the i think the part that's like throwing yeah i think the part that's throwing me off is is the drug component <laughs> isn't great yeah. no 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 it's, <laughs> it's, it's not great. That, that'll make me that'll make me feel that makes me feel a little icky inside and like look it. If you if it was like maybe straight cash or companionship then that's that I think that's very clean sex work go do what you got to do I'm not against it. I mean, but he was it's buying the, them ju-
0: trucks. He was buying them trucks and go karts and shit too. So. Right, but and, it's the, and, and
3: but it's meth. the but the meth was the big part. Like the first husband with like the uh, you know, great value uh mm. Dave Batista, mm. whatever his name was. Ah, mm. Damn. Mm. I
1: that mean, and I can't. I can't, I, can't
3: even, I can't even take credit for that joke. Somebody kept on stage other and they had oh, me cracking up.
1: That they, that they is accurate. Ad. No teeth. He looked no, like one. He, of now he, got, of he, did.
3: he was on his cardi B. Yup, he, he got a he got a bag and fix. his teeth, and yep. yep. he is now married and got a baby with a receptionist. He was fucking yep. during this whole it's time.
1: Them, got one husband that got no teeth, and the other husband that uh, that blew his brains out for a joke. Like this is a lot on of stuff.
3: No, I'm they, sorry. The on camera part is what.
1: I i, was just just like, like, I don't you know, think—I don't think drug, he did so. that as a joke. <laughs> I think
0: he—I think Travis—I think Travis committed suicide. I know they were saying he did that; he didn't mean to do it, and it was an accident. Oh you know well, what, think no! He look, what, that,
1: whatever he did, don't do that shit in front of me, though. I like, Yo, no, no, do right. yeah. that. No,
4: I don't that.
1: Yeah, no. You can see the old boy's face it. when he was watching that shit happen, man. No, That's don't do that for a long time, dude. Don't do that to me. Like <laughs> hell, no. Do that in your own house. Like don't be say, hey, man, let me show you something. Like nah, nah, I don't need it on
4: my conscience. Also, mm-hmm. don't be bringing guns around me and just waving them around and shit. They just playing, you know, bro. Sticking bro-dun, them in people's faces.
0: Fuck that. That no. You know what the
3: other thing that made me uncomfortable? This is the other thing as I'm bringing it up.
0: Everybody's teeth? Joe
3: got old. Well, yes. Yeah, teeth. E- everybody got older but Joe's husbands were really, really young. Yeah. And you oh, could yeah. tell they um, were very impressionable. He's a
0: creepy old dude, but
1: he's just a creepy gay old dude. Well, he picked he up yeah, a 17-year-old That old was another dude. thing after Joe, uh, what's I'm trying uh, to be Doc. Remember you said I'm always trying to be Doc. I'm trying to be like Doc Antle. <laughs> he ain't trying <laughs> yeah, to be Doc. Antler he's trying to be is,
3: a... uh, Antle is also... Also, creepy. a very creepy man. He trying to be very Herbert from man. Family
0: Guy. That's what he's trying to be.
4: He's just... is a cult leader. He's trying to be that dude from Nexium. I don't know if y'all listen to that. Yeah,
0: I've listened to Nexium
1: shit. Yeah, where they oh, branded oh, them oh, oh, Yeah, I some guarantee some guarantee you, hey, you know, you know, you know me and, and cults. I was. I like, know. Doc Mantle no, is man. That dude is a villain too, man. He,
3: he is a full. He is he is the most villainous of them all. Him and Jeff are tied for number one. Oh, and what's yeah. crazy about him is when they when when the girl that they interviewed who used to be a part of the harem was like, he would just schedule when you would get your boob job. And I'm just like, yeah. they
2: <laughs> ain't talk
4: shit.
3: to her about okay. him. Where you going today? This
1: immediately, man.
3: And no, she was the
0: only he, one talking.
1: Like, I love that they answered one question. He was like, <laughs> I'm being recorded. <laughs> <right>. answer that. <laughs> I'm like,
0: Bro, he you? did the whole, I'm going to tell y'all what y'all doing, trying to get me to do by telling y'all some shit that's going to be doing me later. I'm Doc. I've been doing this for 25 years. I'll tell
4: years. you this. Doc is not a piece of shit, but he's clever. He's a least. smart
3: Oh, he's piece of calculated. Shit. He, he knew how to yeah, game he's a proper we, villain. He,
4: he knew this was all being recorded. Of course. No. <laughs> and I ain't letting game. this gravy train go by just but, talking off crazy on this t- camera.
3: But also, Evil exposes him, themselves because I think in the beginning of the earlier episodes, Doc was being shown and he was trying to portray himself as a competent zookeeper. Of course. Mm-hmm. Until they interviewed other people outside of him and was like, Oh no, he's trash.
4: I mean yeah, you can tell he's a narcissist, so he's always gonna try to make himself look good. So that's how you get him mm-hmm. talking a little bit, but he's not gonna go but so far because he also understands that he's doing some fuck shit.
0: I just can't trust Dude, nobody I, with a ponytail like his. No, trying to not, act like they do Or, or a soul, soul patch in twenty twenty. Nah, it's terrible. It. Patch, like since like two thousand five has been can't no do trustworthy. Like he looked like he he rolled the only thing he needed was a cane. With a tiger on I get, top.
4: Well, here's what happened is that look was popping in 2000. For sure it was. Mm-hmm. And that was probably his heyday. And he's just been like stuck in that since then. Guaranteed. Mm. He
0: is, he's, he is we, villainy from the, from the, like the forefront to the back dog. That man is, he, he is, he's top notch villainy. Like he's been doing it for a really long time.
1: I just love the fact that throughout this whole, this whole thing, right? You get lost in all the characters, and the most normal motherfucker Scarface, is a motherfucker, Scarface, who's literally like, was like, yeah, I mean, I helped take the person apart, Bruh. <laughs> And that nigga is normal. but he's like, but I got to these tiger people, they crazy. I'm like, nigga, I,
3: but I believe. Nigga. You know what I liked about Scarface was that Scarface at least was held himself accountable. He was like, yeah, I didn't kill, I didn't kill that dude. Yeah, I was in I the room. The I was, yeah. I was
1: there with him. He's, like,
3: he's like, he's I, I, I could stopped somebody. it. Yeah, <laughs> like, so he's like, they're gonna go after me first and the leader. So I get it. And I was like, wow, <laughs> so that's,
1: that's also that's a responsibility, man. Yeah. Yo, a accountability. That's been, no, that's a person that's already been to jail. and No double jeopardy he can't happen.
3: <laughs> yeah, he was just like, like, yeah, yeah, I was there. I didn't do it, but I was there. Here's so, my,
4: here's my like, question: I like, have to kill a nigga to make sure these motherfuckers get off my back, but I'll do it.
0: So, so Joy, you've done a lot of interviews. Um, I've been trying to figure this out. How Netflix is able to accomplish this with their interview style and their editing. How is it that Netflix can start off a documentary with a person getting praise from the person, the people that they're interviewing about them? And then as the story progresses, towards the back end of the documentary, those same motherfuckers that was giving a person praise in the first couple of episodes are now calling that person a dick bag piece of shit. And I feel like they did those interviews in the same day like the same fucking hour now granted some of those people was homeless so they probably didn't have other clothes to change into but it literally looked like they're using a really long interview over eight episodes from the same person in one sitting
3: yeah I'm imagining it's probably one two reasons like if they're doing a linear story like when they interview these people then the the theme of all of these stories are it's taking a nosedive it goes from what it seems like a hmm, this is like a weird but like straightforward story to oh no there's too many twists and turns <laughs> for everybody's taste. So if they're doing it on like a chronological order of of story, it might have been that the the that these employees at the zoo towards the end of it was just like yo. At the end of the day, I came here because I be- I had not I had nothing going on in my life, and I was in a bad place. And I loved animals. And you have a situation where towards the end, Joe Exotic they digging up the grave sites, and you got mad. You know, tiger carcass heads. You got to take that out, dog. Like that's so to a, a animal lover who goes to a zoo, getting paid a hundred dollars a week and like expired Walmart meat. That means Nigga. a lot. To me, okay, they put it on the pieces. That's the one. That's put the it... one part. But the second part is that. Come on. I can imagine that there's a lot of probing questions going on the end of the interview or two. Mm-hmm. Like they have to be They have to be asking super targeted questions to get the right answer that they're looking for. So I'm not necessarily buying or selling those who are now who are stars of the documentary saying that they were portrayed in a negative light. I'm not buying or selling that, Mm-mm. but I am saying that like, if you're going to be on a documentary that he he chopped and screwed some things up, but he didn't chopped and screwed that much no these
0: people were that's what gets me about a lot of these documentaries where people say they misrepresented me. No homie, you said that shit like I get that, th- that people can take stuff and edit it and put it together in, and all of this that's that's fine, like you can act like stuff is taking stuff in documentaries is going to be taken somewhat out of context because they can't use everything you said within the context of how it is for them to shorten it and make it adapt like adapting into an actual show that people can sit down and digest. Right. They can't give you the whole 10 hour interview. But at the same time, for you to be like Netflix just came in and started making up shit about you and tricked you into saying the shit that you said. No, homie, like you expressly said that shit. And I know for me, one of the biggest moments in the documentary and there are a whole lot of crazy ass moments. I'm sure everybody has their big moments. The moment that really hit home for me that this this whole tiger shit, when it actually got back to the tigers, that this whole tiger shit is just fucked up was when they showed them motherfuckers feeding the tigers and they literally had a herd of tigers going through the little feeding lines and i'm like nah, i am i know from watching enough national geographic that tigers is like number top 1 2 of this of any animal species that practices extreme social distance
4: social distancing yeah so tigers are not social animals
0: how the fuck did they end up taking these motherfuckers' instincts and stripping them out of them to the point now where they look like a herd of cattle going to eat some slop? That yeah, shit it's, was it's creepy, dog. Like, white people can do anything.
3: After- I, <laughs> hello, they play by different I'm telling y'all, they play by different rules. This is not the rules and guidelines we follow. First of all, why the fuck do you how the fuck did you cultivate and garner 227 tigers? No. We, we oh, this is not a legal zoo. No. It's a zoo that he came up and created in Oklahoma. And that's not only the only animals that he got there. That's crazy.
0: Did you call when it they Oklahoma? They
3: They're no Oklahoma on it, aren't they?
0: No, no. Yeah, I, I said, sure. did you call Oklahoma. it Oklahoma? Like hokey, like Oklahoma. Oh, I said,
3: oh no, I said Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: Well, I like Oklahoma, right. so I'm calling it that from now on.
1: I just <laughs> love the fact that they sitting there, and he got all these damn tigers, and he talking about how much it costs to feed. He like, I ain't got no money. And I'm like, nigga, all you had to do is sell ten of them bitches, <laughs> like,
0: which, which he started doing. 10.
1: He's great, uh, you, you sell 10 you would just save yourself a million dollars <laughs>
0: this motherfucker's like no. get the camera on her ass because that's where she's birthing the tiger babies from towards the end of that documentary he was trying to sell them cubs with the quickness
4: and don't get me wrong okay and I don't know if people understand this and this is a crucial part to understanding this whole how this whole fucked up situation is even allowed to ha- happen have any of y'all ever held a tiger cub in your hands?
2: That's a no, true question, man, right?
4: For
1: Thank well, you. <laughs> Thank a so true
4: question, right? But I worked at a theme park that had big cats at the theme park, and I have held a tiger cub in my hands, and I hate house cats. Like, they're just absolutely not for me. I don't have any time in my life for a cat. A tiger cub is the most adorable thing, second only to my very own actual human baby that I have ever seen or touched in my entire life. Yeah, they're so and so, I, and so I, sweet.
1: I believe you I believe on that, you. sir. And, and that's I why fully, people
4: come to see these fucking cats. Yeah, I, I, so
1: I fully beautiful. believe you on that. I, I look going to see a cat I'm fine with. I'm not.
0: Only one?
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be like, like people get intoxicated like, by the like, penis. I would like, never own one either because I can think it through
1: and like, know that like, look, it's hey, not like a toy. <laughs> Hey, you, we we've been friends for a long time, and you know how long my ass is one of the monkeys. Thirty years, nigga. One of the monkeys. I was talk about. I'm gonna have a monkey that's yep, gonna be part absolutely. of my entourage. It's but you don't monkey. have one, do you? Because I learned the bitches rip your face off, and I was like, fuck Bruh. that. Man. Clean off. <laughs> also, we watched Outbreak.
0: No, out, no outbreak monkeys, I said, dog.
1: I said these are real wild animals that don't give a fuck about me. At I'm all. gonna they stick don't no English. I'm gonna stick with the dog who that man millennia ago was like, you know what? I could take that animal and do I'm some I'm going to turn you <laughs> into my mascot. Yeah, and the I'm, dog was I'll, like, I'm totally cool with this. Let's and there's like only that. certain the
4: dogs. Like
0: take. Niggas ain't braving to going out and stealing wolves selling wolf cubs dog because the motherfuckers get to 150-200 pounds it out. we got dogs we don't need a wolf they had to breed Why human dogs. Wolves into dogs had to breed human oh. dogs because wolves 200, a 200 pound wolf if it gets pissed at you and decides it does not want to eat the kibble and the bits and it just wants your bits it's, said you
2: you yeah. Going yeah. Lose. Dude, you're, eat you're your going bits, like you said. to
0: lose but you know what the battle
3: but you know what it is is that like I think I, I'm not trying to generalize but like in general Black people are already in danger, like we're trying to collect <laughs> wolves or just walking outside. Oh god. <laughs> so like why up the ante? <laughs> like, why why do this? I mean
4: you saw how many niggas was in that documentary.
3: None? One. She- no, it once. Shaquille O'Neal was in the documentary briefly. Shaquille O'Neal oh, and shit. everything. Shaq was jet There was a clip with Shaq when he was saying, "Uh, big up my man Joe Exotic."
0: Yo, you yeah. know
3: we gonna get another tiger for the crib. Yo, 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 it was really, it was really a passing clip, like no wow. more than like maybe okay. ten seconds. There Let you me go. touch so it to One
4: club. extremely humongous Negro that no. don't have a tiger, right. and I
3: don't count him because I Shaq is rich. He has, he has. Yeah, uh, uh,
4: behave on different.
3: Hello. Ways. So they I'm were, not counting him either. You just have to yeah, like, ask Shaq. Be doing some shit.
0: You just have to ask Shaq. Can he be in some shit? And if he's there, he'll be in it. If there's a camera, oh Shaq don't shy away it. from exposure at all. Yeah, he loves it. Like, it, yeah. come on, bro. Like they, the first time they so, was like, "Hey, dog, you want to be a genie? Hey, dog, you want to be a rapper? Hey, man, you hey, want to you
4: play yourself in a movie yeah. about college basketball? Hey,
0: man, you want to eat a With book? It? You want to eat a good burger? Like they just they just be asking Shaq random shit when they see him, and he's like, sure. He goes like said back, he
1: said, like, when he was little when he was young when he was first coming into the league he said he was talking to one of his managers and they were talking, you know like about like opportunities outside of basketball and stuff and basically said i used to see all these cartoon characters play like be like you know spokesmans and all that shit and he was like oh, i didn't need a cartoon character i can do that and mm-hmm. literally, that's been his career since then. That's that's smart my guy made a decision. I made a decision in his 20s. He's a smart guy <laughs> he's chasing the bag ever yeah. since. And that's why he got so much stuff that he's just doing. Cause he's like, why you got to sit there animated? animate ass? i like, I'm I'm happy. I'm like, and that's why his junk is always happy, uh, like fun and all that stuff. He's like, I can do that.
0: But he's not the, the only, only big oh. man that tried to do it. Just, you know, Charles Barkley wanted to do that shit, too. He's just an asshole. Charles don't got the charisma. Yeah, he's just Charles, an asshole. Yeah. That's, That's actually funny. a
3: very good point. You don't have the charisma, but also, like we were talking about, uh, Tuan, you made a very good point about the uh, like monkeys ripping your face off. We can't, we can't forget the two biggest, uh, one of the two biggest moments uh, of the documentary. One, we
4: had them damn isolated chimps that was trying to be friends for their whole life and couldn't.
3: That at the end was extremely fucking sad. But no, he, when Joe got <laughs> dragged by <nigga>. that tiger, <laughs> oh, nobody Damn. helped him. <laughs> I wanted that tiger to Damn.
0: fuck him up Damn. so Damn. bad.
3: Damn. Nobody helped him. I was I was clapping, like, well. I was
0: clapping for the tiger. It, it, I was like, like eat his ass. In there, he
1: had no, he had no zoo people with him. Nope. He had the camera. My, with my him. girl was like, my girl was like, nobody went in there with her. I said, look, if you hire me to just hold the camera, I ain't going in there. Nope, I'm not going in there. You know, I'm doing no, my no. job. No. I'm filming I ain't it. going in there. Now, now, now. granted, I might have dropped the camera and called the police. Like, that's that's I what think, I might I'm not, not doing smiling. that either. Yeah. I might not have, but not whoever sure was doing me. it, he not was like, necessarily. that dude was filming. He's was like, hold up, but I gotta keep this in frame. Nigga, this <laughs> so, is the well, world star camera, age. Can we get camera two on down this? Down camera, two, camera two. Camera
4: two. Come on. Come on. Zoom in. We need to watch. shot. They
0: got him from <laughs> different angles being dragged. They zoomed in. There was HD clarity. I'm not dropping
3: shit. But also, the young... I but also the young, the young gentleman and and uh phenom. Thank you so much for bringing this up in the beginning. Out Magazine actually did a wonderful interview with the young man who uh, was in the documentary who lost his arm. Director? Oh, yeah, who lost oh, his arm? Yeah, on staff. yeah, yeah, on staff who who lost his arm. He was getting misgendered <laughs> throughout yes. the whole documentary. He he does identify as he
2: himself
3: by everyone, and he also admitted in the interview for Out Magazine that like. He d- it doesn't matter to him, but he self identifies as he him. So I appreciate us like yay using the right
2: pronoun. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, cool.
3: Yeah, yeah, but he that section was, was wild.
4: Back. I, hell no. I'm
3: sorry. Let's not talk about. Let's talk about how like when his arm was gone, gone, and out of nowhere, Joe got no. on the EMT jacket.
1: Bro, no, hold up. Can we can we talk? Did Joe dress like his dreams? <laughs> yeah, the EMT yeah. jacket. He was, he was a priest. He was a priest wife. He was a priest in the Carol basket <laughs> video, which I was like, I don't even know why a priest needs to be there. Oh that my doesn't God. Even fit. And then, and then he was walk- a priest at the funeral. <laughs> so like, you well know,
3: uh, And then he walked into the gift shop. It was like, hey, all, just want to let you know, um, you know, someone just got bitten by a tiger. So if you want a refund, or you know, you know, if you, you, you want to get a ticket day. for, yeah, for you know, <laughs> ticket for you know, a ticket for a rainy day, or if you want a discount. You just let us let me as know a
1: business, as a business owner. I appreciate that. I appreciate that for just being forthright with it. Yeah, no. I, mean, I, appreciate, money, right? I appreciate
3: it. I appreciate it.
2: So, if you exotic, straight right? honest guy.
3: Right, so, if you want a refund, took me out because I'm just <laughs> the 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 crowd was dead silent when they were when They're like, he they like, like well, I, you said somebody thing. got
4: mauled by a tiger.
3: But he said, they I wanted no to mauled. let y'all know before you see it on the news. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you. But also, I'm sorry. Is that person okay? <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: You didn't know at that time.
3: <laughs> oh my he god! Not
4: at all. You just like oh let me just god. focus on the things I do know. Is that y'all might want some money back? So let me address this <laughs> now. Wait, I'm, since we're talking about unclear.
3: Oh my god! Since we're talking about this though, like this is a very musical savvy podcast. You guys have great musical selections. What do y'all think about Joe's Bops? Joe got Older,
4: Joe got oh, vocals, yeah. dog. Okay, that's like yeah, the who, peak of a song for Joe.
0: That's yeah. Joe, dog. Oh, yeah.
4: I, so, not him. I it's listened not- to a podcast called Switched on Pop, right? And they talk, they break down pop music. And they were talking about the dudes that were actually saying, they found the band <laughs> that is actually playing these damn songs. And uh, I would recommend listening to it because it's very interesting. Um, but th- I mean, they go as far as like cheesy ass, cheesy ass 90s country songs go. Because that's another thing Joe was stuck in the past with. That mullet. And that music mm. both came from 1993 when he was in his heyday, I guarantee.
1: So, um, my biggest question was, who, where did he find that Carol Baskin actress? Because at one point, nah, I thought that was her. I thought, I was like, why is she working him? She hates him. <laughs> nah, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, that's an actress. That's bigger. some
4: good ass casting. You need a CSA, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> you need to be a guild member or something.
1: You need to be working in Hollywood. Get Marvel to get you in their next project. Like, look, would with, with, they do, uh, when they do the, um, the true crime with Kara husband, they can get her to reenact. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh just, if she God. ain't the reenactor, then what are you doing?
3: <laughs> but also, like, Hair Kitty Kitty was a bop. I'm not going
1: gonna... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, to... It, I went to listen to it on YouTube. <laughs> was
3: Hair like, Kitty Kitty is right. a
0: bop. Now I got problem. Hair okay. Kitty Kitty is
3: a bop.
2: Oh, boy. So,
0: um, I'm going to go ahead and just interject this because, you know, 2020 is the year of... God damn it.
2: Good grammar.
0: I hate commercials, by the way, because commercials and videos are trash. But um, it seems that our uh, amazing. Oh, God.
5: Um, of the coronavirus aside from these briefings has been a show on netflix called uh, tiger king and uh, the man who's the star of this is a
3: former zoo owner who's serving a 22-year prison sentence Uh, he's asking you for a pardon saying he was unfairly convicted Um, your son yesterday jokingly said that uh, you know he was going to advocate for it and i was wondering if you've seen the show and if you have any thoughts on uh, pardoning uh, Joe which
5: son must be done i had a feeling it was done is that what he said I don't know. I know nothing about it. He has 22 years for what? What did he do? He Allegedly hired someone to murder an animal rights activist, but he said that he didn't do that, and he was. You think he didn't do it? Are you on his side? Uh, well, I, I'm Are you, a are you I recommending a pardon? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not advocating it. As a reporter, you're not allowed to do that. You'd be criticized by these. Would you recommend a pardon? I'm not weighing in on Tiger King. I don't King. think you would. I don't think you would.
0: Go ahead. you have a question? I'll take a look. Is that... You? God damn it. Like, he was out of there. He was out of there. He was done with Tiger King. And then he turned around and he put his foot right in the shit and goes, I'll take a look into it.
3: I'm more upset about the journalist who asked that question.
0: I mean, you yeah. got to see this guy's face. He knew what question he was about to ask. He knew what he was I'd- doing.
3: We, there are literally we, people we, that are we, dying. A yeah. He knew what he was doing. And that is not appropriate in any way, shape or form. Ooh. And it's just re- and I'm assuming, like, am I wrong to assume that, that the person who interviewed him was a white man? Am I wrong? Um,
0: Do you think it was a black guy that asked him about, to ask President Trump about Tiger King during the pandemic? No,
3: I, I listen, I don't want to, I don't want to be loud and wrong on the podcast.
0: No, no, no. You are, you are, you are not white and right in this one. Yes, it was Okay,
3: so, okay. That upsets me even more considering, like, do you know how hard people <laughs> work <laughs> to get to the White House press briefing room, even if it's, even if this is, if even if it's this uh, trash-ass president. But, like, you know how I many people, Black people have been demonized by this president mm-hmm. for asking legitimate questions. People like, um, <clears throat> a bunch of Black women reporters, one in particular, who just got, who, he was saying that she's a terrible person. That's why her time at New York Times, ended short. She's now working for uh, PBS, Public Hour. She's extremely successful. I think she's in her like late twenties, early thirties, has a career that people would dream of having in 40, 50 years down the line. And she has a, you know, such a young age, she's a black woman. And you got motherfuckers like this. Ask him about Tiger King in the midst of a pandemic.
1: I I the media because of cause of stuff he did and he's and he's kicking people out. But the media is so fucking scared to like just literally just stand up to this dude. And ask because they're like, oh, he gonna revoke credentials, all this stuff. And I'm like, there's no like, even if he does revoke your credentials, didn't didn't write about that. But like, nobody's asked. Like, you see all these little these little pity pat questions. Like, we know you slow, so we're gonna just bring this. We're gonna lower the bar for you while we answer the question. Not just hey, let's answer questions that Americans are talking about. Let's answer questions that hey, you are the leader. You got to answer these questions. That's just how life is. If you the leader or something, you got to answer questions for it, whether you know the answers or not. You got to answer the question.
0: I don't know so why like, they oh, don't. Fort. I would think you would get more hits on your videos if you fought with him in a press conference every time you went to the press conference. So that's why I don't understand just from the perspective of trying to get the most clicks out of your press so, conference. Because he started, why don't he started, you just started pushing fighting? people
1: out of the press conference. And then nobody was like nobody was sitting up being like literally freedom of the press. Like, you know, like there was a few people who would stand up do it. You know, if you look at some of those early years. There was a lot There was a lot of people who was up there, um, and most of it was black women, who were up there being like, hey, ask him hard questions. But the the sucky thing about it is you never saw that camaraderie within the press as in being like, let's say, let's say, let's say, Joy, you go up there and you ask a, a, a tough question, right, that is, that is on all our minds, right? And he sits there and rambles and rambles and rambles and rambles, right? And doesn't answer question, calls you all kinds of names. And he's like, I'm going to know you. I'm going to the next person. That next person should get up with the same goddamn Good question. question. Yep. coming And be out. like, we're going to see, because like, let's all of us stand together, like, pass this around. All of us are going to answer this question.
3: Yeah, and that happened. So, the the black woman who interviewed uh, him or asked the question, and he was utterly disgusting and rude and uh terrible, too. Her name was Yamiche Alcindor, because I wanted to get her name.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: um And a reporter... Uh, who I think either works for BuzzFeed or like one of, and he didn't let her finish her question. He, when it was his turn to answer, uh, ask the question to the president, he actually gave the mic back to uh to, Yamiche to be like, yo, you answer your question, go get your question answered. That should have been answered in the first place. But I agree with you, Juan. Like I, what I won't do, I like me personally, I don't care about the opportunity otherwise, what you won't do is yell at me. I won't allow it. And I recognize that like you're here to do your job. And I think it's just a matter of personal like preference of like how what you whether it's it's important to stand in the face of the opposition to ask these really tough questions, which I do think is valuable or take a stand against this media whore and stop giving him the attention that he craves. He
0: bragged yeah. about being number one on Facebook, which he's not two days ago during a pandemic. And this was another woman that he fussed out in an interview the other day, like this video was circulating.
5: Well, it was appointed in the Obama administration. Thank you very much, John. Thank you very much. You will never make it. Go ahead, please. Wow. I know you don't want to talk about the Inspector General report, but testing is still a big issue in this country. What, when can hospitals put the, expect... Put the slide up again, please. When can hospitals, hospitals expect to receive a quick turnaround. Of are you these ready? Test results. Are you ready? Hospitals can do their own testing also. States can do their own testing. States are supposed to be doing testing. Hospitals are supposed to be doing testing. Do you understand that? We're the federal government. Listen, to me. we're the federal government. We're not supposed to stand on street corners doing testing. They go to doctors, they go to hospitals, they go to the state, and that's your result. And you should say, congratulations, great job, instead of being uh, so horrid in the way you ask a question. Please, go ahead.
0: What, like, yeah. if I'm not, if yeah. I'm her yeah. husband,
5: I can't be in the
0: room, dog. They're going to send me the to Guantanamo. That,
1: the thing is, though, like, people like to say, like, and, and, I, and I'm not agreeing that, like, president is not, he's inept. But everybody's like, oh, he's an ethnic, he's an i like, no, this nigga is doing exactly what he wants to do. All the people who support him and him himself believe in the smallest ass of government. That the state should be doing this shit themselves, mm-hmm. right? So for him to sit there and just basically delegitimize the highest thing in the land, that is his ultimate goal, right? To sit here and then him as a business person to get the money on the other hand, like, you got literally places trying to, you got other companies who are coming in who are being like, hey, we're going to make ventilators and different stuff like that. And then you got states literally trying to outbid each other to get this. Not like, oh, we're just going to hit it to, 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 the, to the worst hit areas. No, y'all going to bid for it because then it makes it a business. Then you make, you, make, you know, you already got, it, it costs enough money to just stay alive if you get sick in this country. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, in the pandemic. We gonna cash in on this stuff, just like they cashed in on the market when when that jump first dropped mm-hmm. and everything. like This like, there's a there's there's is this diabolical, and all those people will be like, yes, I believe in states' rights and states should be able to do this, and it shouldn't have a federal government. And I'm like, but y'all are poor as my ass. Like y'all are poor as, poor as me. Y'all gonna die just like me. Why? But it's it's the it's like,
0: the misinformation they float around. To get people to believe certain bullshit like I've been having I've had at least three conversations about how our money is being handled in this country and what we should at this point. What everyone should be on the same page about what the federal government can do for its people and what it just decided it won't do for people because people aren't corporations, businesses or entities. That's why they won't do it. But like that, like we talk about the healthcare care shit and I'm, I'm talking to people and I'm like, yo, there's no reason that we can't have free health care at this point. There's no reason. And people are like, well, Canada has higher taxes than we do. Do you know how much higher their taxes are? No, no, they really high, though. No, dog. They're not really high, like six or seven percent higher than ours.
1: That's, you know how much I would love that, to have higher taxes if I could go to the thing when and my leg fall off and they put it back on. Dog, do and
0: that, that's on a white. That's on a that's on like a net thing. If you actually look at taxes, if you, if you get more granular with it and you look at like one person t- income, income taxing, right? Canada people actually pay less on that level than we do. And it's like you, so for you to start arguing that you still believe the stuff that they tell you is bullshit because that's the way the government and that's the way federal government people at that level want you to think and work. So when it's time to go vote on this shit, people actually believe that if they start to get free health care, that their taxes are going to go up. I'm like, but your tax is already fucking high and you're not getting anything for it just about. So if they do go up a little bit more,
3: at least you got free health care. But the biggest thing is, is that like, it's not only that, but it's like, is everyone getting taxed the fair amount mm. based on their income? Right. The broader issue is that to your earlier point that, you know, the, the, the federal government is treating this like business of corporations. They're also treating extremely wealthy bi- uh, businesses and corporations like that and giving yep. them uh, priority bailouts, things mm-hmm. of that nature over the American people. So Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily a question of like whether or not we need to raise taxes to get universal health care. Is the more broader question is: Is corporations and businesses and extremely wealthy people paying their fair share of taxes?
0: But we know they're not. We know Amazon didn't pay taxes this year. We know these big corporations don't pay their taxes. And if they did, and they'd be the same
3: ones asking for a bailout during a a crisis, and that's not acceptable. Absolutely, and
1: it's legal. Like the stuff they're doing is legally they're not paying their taxes, Mm -hmm. and we haven't gotten to just being tax shelters and all that stuff. But, like, my girl works at a bank. So right now, you know, all the, the little um, the little small business loans, junk that they're doing for the bailout, right, if you work in the back office bank, they're basically, it's all, it's all hands on deck this last week. We don't care what department you're working you know, on. You are now working on loans and stuff, right? So she's looking at this, looking at the loans, looking through stuff. And also she, you know, since she's been in the bank, she got, like, a little history on, like, on the bailouts that happened, you know, way back in the day. And she like there are a lot of like small companies. She said there's a lot of churches, there's a lot of uh small businesses that are that are applying for it. She said, but also I know that in the city I live, she said one of the places that owns like seven hotels, the richest people in the thing, they're applying for it. Like so she's like, I get to see like all these different businesses apply for stuff. And just because they qualify, she's. I remember when banks were getting bailout money where that that fully needed. She said, one of the bank she worked that did not need even the, the the guy said we did we do not need the bailout money. We weren't hit like that. But they're going to give it. We're going to take it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: You know what I mean. And so she's like she's watching this stuff. And then the the other part is because you know initially they were going to be like because they keep saying loans, right? They're going to give you a loan, and then the then the then the federal government is going to like back going to give it back. Like basically gonna pay the banks back mm-hmm. so that you don't get hit. She just she she kept answering, like, why doesn't it just be a grant then? If it's if it's gonna be like that, why are you making a loan? She's trying to read through the stuff and trying to read through the fine print, because they keep changing stuff so much? But she said, I think a lot of people, she's just my feeling, I think a lot of people get stuck with loans, they're gonna have to pay back in some form of fashion. But it's we not, just don't know how it's gonna be paid back yet.
0: I was talking to my pops the other night and I was like, as soon as they get what they claim to be a cure or any type of vaccine that can fight against this. The next thing that people are going to have to deal with is going in, getting vaccinated and then paying off the bill for the vaccination along with the treatment that they received up until that point. So people right now don't have healthcare or do have healthcare and don't have great premiums or benefits. So they get, they get COVID-19, they get treated when they come out of this, they're going to get bills. And they're going to get huge fucking bills.
3: I've already seen articles about it. like yeah. one of the things that what our my my day job and my company said was that like, yeah, your health insurance will cover you getting a COVID test, and I'm just like, this is a global health crisis mm-hmm. at I agree with you, I do believe that we should absolutely have universal health care. There's no fucking excuse why we don't. but at minimum, in the current state that we're in, the fact that this is not freely accessible to people is also a nightmare.
0: You know why they won't, but they're not, I, I had a com. it's where I've been talking to my parents a lot. Um, I had a conversation with my mom about that and she, she was in like, she had the same agreement as you that at the, you know, at minimum, bare minimum, everybody should be able to get this vaccination for free so we can get through this epidemic. So we don't have to worry about this shit re-up and spreading again. But, um, she, she also was like the universal healthcare thing is, is kind of a different conversation. And I'm like, but is it though? Like the reason they don't want to do, everyone should be able to get the vaccination for this free, is because it opens the door to now questioning why aren't we getting all vaccinations for free to keep them from coming back? Why are we paying for any of this stuff if it could potentially lead to some type of new pandemic, right? Why don't we just give people free healthcare so that people don't unnecessarily die, so that we don't get stuck in quarantine? On a global level, like we're like we are right now, but they're not going to do that. Like our country is not going to do that because they care more about the business of it. The fact that like Twan brought up that people are even bidding. For for health, like healthcare care kids. Because they decided to send things to Ohio and Iowa, or I, Idaho, instead of sending them to New York. Which is the epicenter right now. And Maryland is slowly like Larry Hogan. Knows that Maryland, the tri state area here, is headed in that direction. Okay, we're not that far from New York. And he's fighting, he's a Republican, and he's fighting to get stuff from the federal. There was the whole conversation about federal not supplying the states because they want the states to use their own supply first. And the way I kind of looked at that was like, you're telling the states to go ahead and use their backup, their emergency supply now while they wait to get stuff. From the federal supply. But they don't want to do that because if they because they waiting on y'all and they have no idea when they're going to get it. Like when New York needed things, Pence and them were talking about how they accidentally sent shipments to China and Japan.
1: How you accidentally sent shit?
0: I don't, bro, like, I don't know. Nigga. Let's put it this
1: way. Whole country. We, ain't, we, didn't, we didn't invert. Oh, it's 12, 15th Street. Oh, I put 21. My bad. <laughs> you a whole different part of the globe.
3: Like, think about it this way. Being on, you and I went to, we've gone to multiple years of New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. They made a field hospital out of the Javits Center.
0: Yeah, I was reading about that.
3: Because our our hospitals are overfilled, overfilled with with, with people who are coming in. And having serious health issues. And like the other thing to keep in mind is that like a lot of these are getting overfilled, obviously with COVID-19 cases, but like d- every day to day patients, patients who are, who have autoimmune disease, patients who have cancer, for example, patients who have disability, like whatever that looks like, they are now either immunocompromised. And so they can't, they can't automatically go to the hospitals that they would typically go to at the rate mm-hmm. that they can, can go to. but also. Their, their care and how quick they can get their care is now slower because of the, the cr- crazy increase of COVID-19 patients. So now it's gotten to the point where we have to make field hospitals and large convention centers across the U- uh, across uh, New York. It's bad. It's really, really, it's, really it's bad. It's hospitals.
0: Here. It's funeral homes. I was reading an article that said that Maryland is now using ice rinks as morgues.
3: Yeah, we started in Elmhurst, Queens, like they were they had like refrigerated trucks on standby to essentially stack up bodies because the morgues were overfilled.
0: Like I'll take you even I'll bring it directly home. Like you brought up people who have, you know, regular day to day sickness stuff that they have to deal with or people who need to go to the emergency room because emergencies happen. Right. Ashley, the baby is due in June. She is super worried about going into labor and having to go into the hospital. Because she's worried about the type of treatment that she'll be able to get for her pregnancy and pregnancies is delivery is a routine thing. Right. But during a pandemic, you don't we don't know what's going to be happening in Maryland at hospitals during that week. You know, and that's that's a scary thing to think about. Like, we've already had to have the conversations that nobody can come to come come to, to be there during the birth. Nobody can come in the delivery room. Nobody can come to the hospital. We're even at the point of questioning if anyone can even come up to visit because, you know, like the whole travel ban and stuff or kind of staying within your own state. But then you don't know who's coming with what or who's bringing who's bringing stuff to your house. And you just had a newborn and you have a wife that just gave birth. You don't know what type of things that opens them up to and how you could compromise either or everyone in that situation.
1: So we're, we got no immunity.
0: <laughs> so I'm being like real. I'm being I'm very chill about this. I'm just kind of like, listen, we don't know what's going to happen, you know, until maybe like a week out or two. It's no reason to worry about it now. But, in, in, you know, and just trying to help Ash calm down while she when she thinks about these things. But it's not like she doesn't have legit like those aren't legit worries. They're very, very fucking legit worries. You know, I just don't want her worrying about them for the next two months. That is, that's just how it is. I would rather her not do that, but there's going to be some, if, if things don't turn around, you know, they're they're saying that over the next two weeks, we're supposed to hit our peak, but they said that two weeks ago.
1: I mean, this this dude, this is going to go down as, I mean, honestly, this is some shit where like you, it, it ain't going to happen, but this is some shit where you just need to be like, nah, man, this, this is criminal charges at this point. Because like to to be willfully is one like places weren't prepared. Nobody planned for a, a pandemic. Right. But to be as willfully ignorant as he's been when it comes to literal people dying, when there are governors who feel like they have to bend the knee to get supplies for people. You know, like like there are people out here when 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 for the longest when this shit was hitting other countries and going through other countries, he was out there saying, "Oh, this is gonna be, we are gonna have zero deaths here." Oh, this shit's not even real, right? And like, like we got like, no, nah, I mean we we're watching it literally go around. We're watching this like like plague ink. We're watching this spread like in in real time. And and you already knew about this stuff, and all you had to do was literally prepare something be halfway ready and now we're sitting here in march and like nah all this butt is in your hands and if if y'all people don't go to the polls and get this nigga out did you see the videos man
0: did you see the videos of the people standing in the rain for two hours because they had like five poll centers open and people were like yo also fuck
3: fuck fuck the supreme court for making wisconsin vote today." That is some bullshit. It was either today or yesterday. That is some bullshit. Made
1: them vote what for the primary?
3: In person. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Man, we got all the technology in the world. We still Bruh,
3: The governor try The governor tried to impose a a uh, um, a, a last minute decision for absentee ballot so people wouldn't have to be standing yeah. near each other and practicing social distancing. The Supreme Court, which is now overwhelmingly conservative, ruled against that. And then they had people in Wisconsin having to vote. And it wasn't only just like, particularly like the, um, like conservative Republican um, politicians were really pushing that. Now, now, on top of that, like it was not just the primaries, but also I think there was a Supreme Court seat, uh, like local Supreme Court seat up in Wisconsin. That was also really important to vote for. But again, they could have did an absentee ballot for that. And I'd like to remind people that like, we're gonna run into this issue when it comes mm-hmm. down to November two for the general election, because if you think that this is not still going to be a problem, then you're sorely mistaken. There's absolutely going to probably be a de- uh, a second wave because everybody's going to get so gung ho about the ban being lifted in the summer. They go outside, no. act yeah, a goddamn fool, now. and this shit will spring back up they're, again in the fall. They're, they're doing people that, that now,
0: they're Licking
1: people and shit. It's look, gonna be dumb stuff. Look at what like. So the
0: CDC comes out and it makes the statement that people should wear masks now. And the World Health Organization is like, hey, dog. Y'all realize if you say this, you need to don't say it out of context. You need to let people know why they're wearing masks now. And I've seen more people just wearing masks by themselves. No one else is outside. They just outside walking in a field wearing gloves and a face mask. And I'm like, they don't people don't understand what they're doing, they're just doing whatever people are telling them to do coming down without they're reading the headline, but they're not reading the whole article. So you have people now that like driving in their cars with gloves and face masks on. And I'm like, that's your car, homie. If you go in the store and you touch a bunch of shit with all that stuff on and you get back in your car, touch everything. You've just self-contaminated everything.
1: Here's my issue when it comes to the the gloves thing. I feel like it's going to be like when, when, when people put on helmets, the 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 feeling of protection mm. makes you act more reckless,
0: which is what they're doing. And that's what the you know, World like, Health Organization like, was like, worried
1: about. It's like, oh, I got a mask on. Oh, you got a mask on. Nigga, come over.
0: I, I'll tell you. <laughs> that, and, but that, you know know what that like, is that it like the, like it's little stuff that people didn't think about. For instance, if you put a mask on your face, people are like, oh, well, you won't touch your face now. Well, first of all, it can get in your eyes. So the mask does not protect you. About? And you in your, your fucking, it?
1: Right. People are like, like oh, well, they can't mean, get, it get on my nose just <laughs> in your head. So 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 there's
0: that point. And then I saw somebody say that they saw two people having a conversation with masks on. They were lifting up their mask to talk. Well, there you go. That's self-contamination right there. Um, people getting it on their clothes and not taking their clothes off and stuff and having the gloves on. Right. People are now disposing of the mask and the gloves. I have seen it disposing of them in the streets like before they get in their cars. They take the mask and the gloves off and, the, and they throw them on. They just throw them in the street. So now you have that type of littering. Right. You have they in a the, in the document that the World Health Organization put out. Somebody sent me um, sent us a PDF in a group of what they actually sent out to the hospitals and stuff. And in this, it states that even nurses are having like even nurses have a hard time trying not to commit self-contamination. With the training, with all the hard. training and everything, they still found that nurses will self-contaminate, you know, w- uh, uh, like the rest of us without even realizing it. And they're trained in this profession. So now it you're is. telling people that think they can wear once. I, dog, I, I lied to y'all not. I seen a guy walking around yesterday in like the Lowe's construction, like the utility gloves. And I'm thinking. He wears those they like all they the said. time. He wears them hey, everywhere. Thuggies. Those those gloves are so fucking contaminated, and he, he ain't throwing them gloves away. He is not washing them gloves. He's wearing them gloves everywhere.
1: No, it's it's so easy. Like uh, somebody asked me one time about that, and I said, you know what I will do? I will go to the store, get my stuff, be quick about it, and then come home and wash my goddamn hands. There you go. Like like that's the, that's just the easiest way because what you're gonna do is you're gonna wear gloves. You're gonna like say you're gonna contaminate yourself. Just cause it's it's like you said it's extremely easy, even when because all it takes is a, a second of lapse, you know what I mean? And then it, then that's what happened. And then you're gonna be like, all right, cool. I've been wearing gloves. I don't need to wash my hands. Oh, like, oh not even beca- not wash them. They they go longer. I'm like, they won't even like, wash hey, I gotta, I gotta wear gloves. I gotta wash my hands. This is just an added thing I need to do on top of all the other things that I need to do. It's like no. I can do most people look at it like I can do this one in place of this. I'm not sure people understand
0: that if you wear gloves and a mask and I'm not telling the 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 World Health Organization and CDC have both had the same thing. There is no proof for or against the prevention of catching COVID-19 while wearing a mask. Right. There's no proof that if there's no proof that says wearing masks don't work and there's no proof that says wearing masks do work right? They say it like that to cover their asses from both ends. When I hear them say stuff like that, the way I interpret it is, they don't believe that them shits protect your face, but they can't just, they got to give a reason why. And since they don't have, they haven't done enough evaluation to do that. They just, they just back in and fronting it with, Hey, we can't, we, we can't prove to y'all that they do protect you. And we can't prove to you that they don't protect you. So wash your fucking hands, wash your fucking face, right? What, when I see people with the gloves and the mask on, the first thing I'm thinking is Like you said, they're going to do the opposite of what they should do. If you're wearing gloves and wearing a mask, one, you have to go through a lot of masks and a lot of gloves, which they're not doing. Okay. You need to wash your hands even more often now because you are now wearing another piece of material that has, if you've been contaminated, if it's been contaminated, has it caked up on it? Your face mask has it caked up? If people have been sneezing in your face all day. Cause you cool with it now. Cause you got a face mask on, you walk around, look like a Ninja turtle or a foot soldier. Well now that shit is caked up <laughs> on your face. <laughs> and, and if you, if you got the gloves, now you cool with dapping everybody up and touching oh, all the services. Right. Oh, so you're like love,
1: a foot soldier. So your,
0: your, yeah, your gloves are super contaminated. So you need to be washing more often, but that's not super. what's going to happen. If I see people, if I see people walk out their houses and they throw the face mask on and they throw the gloves on. And then get in their cars and they drive. My assumption from that point on is that you are keeping that face mask and those pair of gloves on all day while you're out. Which means you're not washing your hands or your face as much as you should be now. Because you got the gloves on all the time. Take them off. You can't put them back on. You're not supposed to, but people are. So if you want, like, if you if you're wearing a mask, the purpose of them is to keep you from contaminating shit. Right. The prevention of it from you getting it, that proof just isn't there. So I'm not telling people not to wear a mask. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But frankly. Just wash your hands and your face more often. If you scare, wa- <laughs> yeah, yo, put it on a shirt, nigga. If you scare, wash your hands. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you're scared, wash oh. your fucking hands. Ashley was like, I got to make a grocery store run tomorrow night. Ashley was like, do you want me to come with you? I was like, in reality, you really don't need to come. I move faster when you're not there. Also, I'm going to have to come back in and wash everything. She was like, I'm worried about you getting it. I'm like, well, one, I wash my hands all the fucking time. And I wash my face all the time now, too.
1: Nigga. Okay. Hands dry.
0: Bro, I can't keep the <laughs> lotion. can't Damn. keep lotion, Twan. I've been through three lotion bottles.
1: Oh.
0: can't keep lotion. out here. Like, but I can keep soap up in this bitch. I keep hand soap up in here. I keep that. Ashley was moving around my hand soaps, right? Because you know we got the downstairs bathroom, the kitchen, and then the upstairs bathrooms. Ashley started moving around my hand soap. I was like, "Hey, Ash, listen, you can't be moving around the hand soap. You got to keep the hand soap where it's readily available. <laughs> when we come in the house, it need to be hand soap in that bathroom downstairs. First thing you need to do when you come in the house is wash your hands,
1: dude. Dude, I First wash need my to hands, and I've been like." Like, it, it, it's funny how much you become aware of stuff, right? Oh. So, like, like my snacks and stuff. Like, I'm washing my snack container. I'm like, every time I get snacks, even if I wash my hands, I'm holding that damn container <laughs> with the snacks. Bruh. Dirty container, dirty hands. I'm like, I'm sitting here like, nah, clean that. That's clean. This clean. Look, I learned about washing my hands the first time I worked in a damn school. And them damn dirty-ass kids. <laughs> yes, sick. Touching I was like, you know boy, you nope, your faces. Nope. Washing my hands all the time, like I y'all love kids getting gifts. Horrible things. I love the baby Thanks. gifts.
0: I love getting my vinyls. But man, I can't tell y'all how much it worries me every time I walk outside and I see another new box because that means I got to go back inside and wash my hands again. It's Like I got to pick this
1: box up. It, it is always, it always. Wash when my you hands just again. washed
0: them. You're yes. Like, damn it. Damn. damn. I got to wash my hands again. Thing? You know, but like walking, just walking around outside in general, just walking in the open. What, do you think it's gonna come down from a cloud in any of your nostrils? Is that why you walking around with the face
1: mask on? COVID ran it down. I just,
0: it, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so worried because we've already seen that people drank bleach. People have been spraying disinfectant in their, in their eyes. No, you know what I'm saying? No. Trump recommends this hydro whatever shit, and now everybody no. trying to get their hands on it.
1: You and then people that actually man, need that drug can't get it now.
0: Yo, so I was reading, I've just... seen stuff about that. We had people talking in the discord group today about somebody was talking about how one of their parents use, needs that for their medication. And now they can't get their full prescriptions filled because hospitals are hogging it and people are hogging them. Right. I dog, I, I didn't even realize. So my mom, I'm i I'm i I'm kind of switch this to, to something else, but still be in the same lane. So I didn't realize that stores was running out of Nintendo switches again. Because of yeah, the quarantine, the which has been the pandemic
4: move for everybody.
0: <laughs> my mom caught one.
4: Oh shit! And I was and I was like, <laughs> "That's
0: amazing!" I was like, "What game you get? Oh, I'm gonna get the game later." The Listen, that's what I told her. That's what I told her. She said, "Well, you know, I I think I kind of like Mario." I was like, "Oh my god, oh, that's
4: a good choice. There's a good Mario." I mean, games you can never man. go. You can never go wrong. Mario. You can't go Mario wrong. Is honestly extremely fun. But I that's like
0: that's how I know. That's how I know switches is hot in the streets right now, because that means they oh, said yeah, something sure. more, they said something on Good Morning America about switches being the new wave. Right. And my is, mom is, went it, out. Is, it, is like,
1: it because. Yeah. What reason?
0: Oh, because if because people like one Animal Crossing has has been the huge wave when it dropped, like it is so it. fucking popular. Barrier. So Very everybody wants to play when it. Came it. My
4: wife uh, pre-ordered it. She's also played every Animal Crossing game since like the '64 or whatever. Everybody what wants say, to play it's, Animal it's Crossing. It's Always been a popular game. But it's it's, but like, it's not
0: not to this not to this degree. Nah, no, not new to this one level. has been
1: like Fever Pitch, though. Honestly, no. Yeah, I mean, I it's, understand. It's, it's I'm new. just still the the run on switches are still just random folks out there. It's, it's on good you morning game. You can play it in every room in your house. Mm-hmm. People stuck in their homes. I, I get like, it. People, my mom. I understand. I'm just saying that the extra. Cause you know Nintendo, or, you know Nintendo never, for some reason, they just never. They only they make ten switches a year.
0: Oh no, but Nintendo, no Nintendo had enough switches. Nintendo has been fine on their distribution, but when it when you get like Mike said, it's been fever pitch, and when everybody ran out, this is one of the only places they was running to was Best Buy and <laughs> fucking the grocery store. They was running to Best Buy to get these switches. Don't once they once people started seeing Animal Crossing, well, what's this Animal Crossing thing? Animal Crossing became the Tiger, became the, um, the Tiger King of gaming for the last yeah, month. Overnight sensation. So everybody was like, the only way we can play it is to have a Switch. So everybody started playing Switch. And now people don't want to, I'm assuming everybody in the house don't want to share their Switches because they always play Animal Crossing.
4: I'll tell you one thing. These people get bored with Animal Crossing and by the grace of God, end up playing Breath of the Wild. It's over.
0: Man, Breath of the Wild 2 is supposed to be coming out later this year too. So Oh, shit. Yeah, like, all my I mean,
1: I, I, feel like I remember when, you know, when, you know, when they got when it first got announced that it was coming out and they put the date and I knew because I knew people, you know, always play Animal Crossing. It's been a very popular uh, game.
2: Animal
4: Crossing and, was
1: a popular game and it still is. And great for them. I mean, it didn't make me go to buy a Switch. Animal Crossing I is got the popular game right now. I got two. Uh, the switch is
4: worth if you're gonna go buy another system. The switch is definitely the one to get. Having said that, I don't play Animal Crossing, but I play a whole bunch of other shit on my switch. No, like that's a, that's the thing.
1: Like I I got a Xbox and a PlayStation.
4: Yeah, Man, and games. I have a PlayStation
1: and a Switch. And, I don't have an Xbox and don't got a Switch and and think of, and always think about getting one. i am be like, yeah. Uh.
4: Honestly, I travel so much for work usually that the switch is like such a great investment because you know you can't i mean yeah. you can but you can't easily throw your playstation or your xbox
1: in a suitcase and take it with you yeah i don't look i can't tell you why i don't like i I love a good mario game
0: it's not i don't in your situation Tuan. like because i'm in that situation it, it's harder for me to play my switch when you have the other two systems with the games already laid on them in the backlist built yeah With mike's situation he has the one console that's you know like the i don't want to say high-end but like the more casual console that yeah, everybody I plays mean, it's on right more
4: powerful like big, big deal quote unquote uh console for sure yeah
0: in reality that's where more of the more mature games are more of the more of Definitely. the more popular games for our age group are right so but right. you to have the switch to counter that i think is makes i think is a better combination than to have this a playstation and an xbox because a PlayStation I mean, yeah, and an I don't, Xbox
1: I don't cut my Xbox. So I need to cut on, and see if it works.
0: Yeah. PlayStation <laughs> and Xbox. They, they share so much stuff. They share so many games that you really can just play one and not have to worry about cutting on the other, which is why I also hadn't cut on my Xbox for a long time until remnant. Now, and I'm back on the PlayStation playing God of war with the switch. They, the switch and like the PlayStations and the Xbox, they don't share that many games in common. You can't get Animal Crossing right. on Xbox or PlayStation. You can't get Breath of the Wild. You can't get Bayonetta three when it comes out. You know, you can't get Mario Galaxy, Pokemon games. You can't get them shits. So that's right. Pokemon they, is
4: tight. Playing they, that shit on a full TV is incredible. You can't get Smash the first Brothers. Time you've like been able
0: to do it. It, it. You can't get Metroid games. Like those games are in their prime. On the yeah, switch, this is,
1: yeah, the Nintendo just like this. This is us. This yeah, is
0: proprietary stuff. gaming. Absolutely, Nintendo owns in proprietary gaming, and then yep. they still That's get the some red of red red. the other games. They get the remasters of shit like Dark Souls and Resident Evil Cuphead games and from stuff.
4: Microsoft, and you can play that. Yeah, or Hollow Knight stuff a like ton that. Of really cool indie games like Untitled Goose Game and shit.
0: So when you when I think it's a better, I think it's a better, I think it's it's a it's a better combination. I think they both complement each other better to have a Switch and another big console than to have two big consoles that's basically like having the same console twice almost,
1: you know? I fully, I fully understand. I think to run on it, it just be like, alright, yeah, like y'all ain't Switch been out for years. Y'all ain't know what this thing is. Great for y'all to learn it now. Oh, yeah,
0: well, you know, we gamers. That's, that's, what, that's, well. what, that's what it
1: feels like. like. Yeah, man, like, feel like, like, you heard this thing called a Switch? Like, yes. Like, we have. <laughs> So well, they were. The
0: thing is, they were buying it for their kids, and now they're now adults are playing Animal <laughs> Animal Crossing. So I, I feel like Animal Animal Crossing to me, if it, it feels like a Sims wave, and I know it's been out longer than that. I know is. it has its own audience and it's grown, and I'm sure there are a whole lot of differences. But I feel like Animal Crossing looks like Mii's blended with sims and that's perfect because you got these little cute characters all all of this
1: is world building that is to them build your own little world yeah it's it's it's
0: world building with little cute character human caricatures and that's perfect for 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 an older audience and a younger audience right to connect i was talking to aaron the other night he's like playing it for himself and for his daughter you know like it's 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 the new gigapets or whatever you want to call it right it's it's Pokemon, but like people will look at Pokemon and go, I don't know about that. Oh, that Pokemon shit ain't that for kids. And then look at Animal Crossing and be like, I want to play some Animal Crossing. That looks fun to build your own little world. I'm like, that's not that too far off from catching Pokemon and building your own little battle crew.
1: You know, yeah, they it's the, kind of it's favor each other a the, lot. It's something about building a world that no matter what the game is, I can't do it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm the saying. Like, I have
1: no... Like I'm the person that's going to make a creative player and I'm going to be like, all right, he black, he look black. Good. Let's go. I don't <laughs> <Right>. want to create <laughs> like, a world. Like,
0: I want to, I, un- I want to venture out and explore the world that exists. Like I'm playing, if I'm playing remnant, I'm like, oh, these different realms. I'm trying to explore these different realms. If I'm playing, I'm playing God of War. I'm like, okay, what's these different realms he's going to? Like, I want to explore this God world. I look at Animal Crossing, I'm like, wait, I don't got shit, but a house, I ain't got a house. All I got is a fishing rod? I got to start off life with a
1: fishing rod? I didn't do Minecraft because I was like, I don't have the creative capacity.
0: Yeah, I don't either.
1: And the patience to just sit here and build. And I see people build stuff. I'm like, that is wonderful. You are amazing. And I think the game in itself is great. I just like, it is not for me. Like, they gave out Sims for free. And I was sitting here being like, Mm. man... I'm gonna try it, and then I tried it. I ain't get, I ain't get through the tutorial. I was like, nope. I
0: had, I'm, you nope. want? I gotta go
1: cook dinner. Nope. I'm. Why, why am I bringing the Sims to work? This is what I do now. I can't go to <laughs> bathroom. My Sims is going to counseling. He depressed.
2: Got, this is what, this is what I'm
1: doing now. This Sim, this Sim is living a better
0: life than I am. And it's those like I get why people love those games. I don't connect to those games. You know, you you gotta play it, man. It's addictive. I'm like, that's like me telling you you gotta play Dark Souls. You're, not, you're gonna be like, nah, <laughs> I don't like being punished. I don't like to cry with a controller in my hand.
1: You said with a controller.
0: I just hand. wanna build, I just wanna catch butterflies and build houses. Okay. It's cool. That sounds cool because that's for you. It just, I get why it's the wave. It just ain't my wave. I'm not trying to surf it. I'm just trying, I, I enjoy watching other people enjoy playing Animal Crossing. I can do that. I've watched a couple like Twitch players just kind of invest time in it and explain it and stuff i thought i think that's interesting i wish i was into it like that because starting up a twitch channel dedicated to all of the ins and outs of animal crossing is a great way to bring in another check you can grow a following pretty quickly but that's the same thing that's the same way i felt about minecraft if i could have just built a few minecraft servers i wouldn't be working right now from home (laughs) you know i wouldn't have to worry about anything that it, it is what it is I think it's cool that more people are involved in gaming, though, and I'm glad that people are finding a way to quarantine together in peace. Absolutely, that's that's cool that you know the parents are now playing Animal Crossing with their kids, and I hope that I hope that it kind of changes the stigma that gaming gets from older generations, the boomers, generations where they look at it gaming yeah, I mean, is you know, still.
1: We ain't worry about the, what the boomers feel about it because like mm. y'all about that,
0: sir. But, uh, and,
1: the rest of he us so like are old. getting are getting older now. Like the the people who like got into games and got to build the games, they are in their fifties and stuff now.
0: Oh so. yeah. Um. Question: Did we lose Joy?
4: Did she oh she on mute. I was wondering that as well.
3: Yeah, I was talking about video games. I don't play them. So I say oh, no. <laughs>
0: say less. You don't play video games. You gotta
1: play some video games. It's a perfect time to get into it. What
0: I know, but, but like
3: playing? I just it's an it seems like an expensive habit that I don't want to invest in. And I, I spend too now, much money already.
1: Exactly. It, it, it is. It, 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 as a person who has way too many games and systems, it is an expensive habit. It's super expensive.
3: Yeah, I spend too much money anyway, so I'm just like, I gotta <laughs> I let me not start because if I, if I get invested, in it, I won't stop. And I have friends who do who are gamers and I'm just like, ooh no. I can't spend that money. I gotta be better.
4: By the way, if all of a sudden I stop uh, responding, there is a massive thunderstorm all over Nashville again with a fucking tornado warning. so did just Christ oh, Which one know, of y'all pissed off? Yeah, I like Aki <laughs> probably almost got struck by lightning this afternoon while I was pressure washing my deck. That should be. Nope. It was like thunder rumbling in the background to bright flash that felt like it was in my backyard, and I was like, okay, drop the pressure washer <laughs> wand, immediately <laughs> go inside, and as soon as I close the door, it's like this ridiculous thunderclap. You you
1: like yeah? Life is telling me. Life is giving you a warning.
2: Yeah, yeah,
4: fully. No. And I was I did not ignore that
1: warning because yeah, your boy's trying to was live. First, like, like nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's like, mm-hmm. straight up. Hey, I'm like, got I you. I mean, got gotcha. you.
0: Yo, appreciate the heads up. Hey, I just
1: I, say nothing but a word.
0: Random thought. Random yeah. thought. Because Mike said he was power washing his deck. Has anybody else done anything that they would not have done if they had been regularly working forty hours a week? That but they've done now. Also.
1: I sat, in my, I sat in my kitchen <laughs> so i was like you know what i need to clean the kitchen and granted i rent a place so i don't care about cleaning as much as i get i understand why my mom used to get up every day and clean stuff because keeping the house clean is bro it's hard right like, it's job, so, so hard, hard. It's, a whole ass job. it's hard because it like you know you do the basic cleaning like all right clean the floor, clean the counter stuff like that i like so I came in there right, and I went in there today and I was like, mm, let me go clean this up. Y'all look at that back. Cause we I got white cabinets. I was like, these cabinets are so fucking that's dirty. Filthy. So I sat here for an hour scrubbing cabinets. Here's here's the just, question that
0: matters though. Here's the only question that matters. Were you proud of your work?
1: Nigga, this, this shit is glistening. That's right. I, ain't gonna, uh, look, there is. I put like right If I, right. I buy a house, I ain't getting white cabinets.
0: That's, that's oh, No, that's a fool's errand, buddy. Unless you just
1: like cleaning. I know. <laughs> but, I
0: know. Everybody you know is. Everybody is upset because they can't go out and be social, right? You're supposed to stay in your home, only supposed to go to essential businesses. I'm upset because I'm I'm, I'm not upset. I'm a bit annoyed because there's so many things I'm looking around my house and going, I could do right now, but I can't go to Lowe's to get the shit I need to get. To do Man, it, I <laughs> am at Lowe's. You can go to Lowe's. No, I know I can't. I don't want every day. Day. I don't like, to. I don't want like, to go to yeah, Lowe's, Mike. Yeah, right. I don't no, want to risk going to Lowe's. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to <laughs> risk going to Lowe's because like, I, I damn sure don't want to be lying on my deathbed going. But I just needed to paint the garage. Oh man! I, I
1: needed trying.
2: that one. Uh, what? What? that five
1: sixteenths? I'm not Straight. trying. I needed a hammer. I'm not trying to do that. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will say this. So, so this 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 was my project last week. And me, I like to research my shit by research. I mean, watch a lot of YouTube videos. And I have so I have a skillet that I brought a long time ago. And Ashley did not understand skillets. So she kept putting we're my talking, we're talking about a
1: good cast iron skillet. Good cast
0: iron skillet. And she Ooh, well,
1: right put good my cast cast skillet. skillet.
0: She put my cast the iron Cadillac skillet cookware, baby. She put it in the washing machine many a time. Oh
4: no, <laughs> oh, no.
0: No baby, no. Okay, so, <laughs> do. so after like the fifth or sixth time of her putting it in there, I just gave up on the skillet and I put it in I put it under where the where skillets go to die
1: cabinet. That's yeah. why I put it at. Well, you are seasoned nigga. nigga. Listen, <laughs> so... Boy, boy, look, look, it's a deep, dark hole in the skillet seasoning the web.
0: <laughs> so, so I went and pulled the skillet out and I looked, because I was like, man, I want to cook a burger in a pan. I got a skillet. <laughs> so I went and I grabbed my skillet and I was like, this skillet is oranger than our president. I can't use this skillet. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> so, so I was like, I was like, I got to throw this skillet away. And I was like, wait a minute. Can you save a skillet? Uh, so I can. went you on sure YouTube can. and I, st- I was like repurposing skillets. And I Ooh. learned the term seasoning. And I was like, what that's, the that's fuck right. is seasoning? I started watching key. all these that's videos. Cast iron, cast iron. So I watched like 10 repurposing, and they repurposing everything that's cast iron. If you got a cat yeah. that's cast iron, they can, they can
1: season that so bitch. If it's, if it's, if it's rusted but it's like full cast iron. Oh, uh, You needed some steel wool. That's it, baby. No, <laughs> so some, some I watched all these <laughs> different <it>. videos. I watched <laughs> all these different videos. And they were like,
0: the secret to saving the skillet is you need to do these steps, right? And I, I watched enough hillbillies saving cast irons that I decided it's time for me to do it. It's been three days of research. Today is the day. So I I, I go, and I, first I got to see what I got at the crib. Because I'm like, if I got to make a grocery store run to save this cast iron skillet, then it ain't getting saved today. And they were like, you need some vin- white vinegar. Oh, I got that. I got a bunch of white vinegar. Put that shit in the um, container outside. Soak the cast iron skillet for a day and a half in white vinegar to get the, the rust and shit off. Right. Rust fell off. Pretty much fell right off. So then I'm like, I got one steel wool pad I brought a minute ago because I need I knew I was going to need them to clean some. And here we are. They about to get used. Scrubbed that bitch down. Got everything off. Cleaned it. I'm like, OK. I ain't got no Crisco though. I got some canola oil. I got some vegetable yeah, oil. That,
1: that's gonna be that gonna be my next question with, with the right. oil. you so use. so, so there's, a, there's hot debate.
0: Right. So, it's, so so it's it's so I again hot debate. people you watch are passionate about this man. You watch a lot of videos and they'll tell you a lot of them use Crisco oil because it's so heavy and it it it, it gives your it gives your cast iron skillet skillet this very seasoned perfect seasoned look. But you have to be careful how you use it because it can drip and not heat right and penetrate into your cast iron skillet. And then you have some shit that look like it's constantly getting rained on. Right. It's just a bunch of little yeah, you, dots you,
1: everywhere. You got to put the oil on and then wipe the oil
0: off. Mm-hmm. At different yes. sections, too, of the seasoning process.
1: So yeah. seasoning takes yeah. hours. Okay. With an yes. oven. It's a whole You ain't using that. Look, you're going to season right. You ain't using that cast iron. Not that for like two eat. days. It, it takes a while. But so <laughs> I had you choices on Friday. You're going you gonna to cook on Tuesday. <laughs> it's like,
0: it's I had I had two. I had I had choices. These are my three choices for oil. And I'm gonna tell you how I got them. Vegetable oil because we cook shit. Canola yeah, oil yeah. because we cook shit. And sometimes we buy canola mm-hmm. oil instead of vegetable oil. Yeah, right. And then I got some grapeseed oil. Oh, now the grapeseed oil we don't cook with. That was actually for the hair products I was making. For my beard no, and shit, my little beard stuff. Cooked with grapeseed oil
1: because it has a high smoke I have point. Not.
0: Right, so I didn't cook with the grapeseed oil, has, but I started. It has a very
1: high smoke point, so you want to do like high, like like high frying stuff. Then mm-hmm. grapeseed oil is pretty good.
0: So, so it's, it's also
3: chip. it's also a natural good natural heat protect. I'd hate cooking, but I, but I do know that for if you ever want to like flat iron anything, mm-hmm. grapeseed oil know. is great because of its high its high yep. smoke yeah. smoke
0: point. Yep. So I took I I started research. I was like, Can you season with grapeseed oil? And I started, I started looking it up, and Lord, I found all these articles. They was like, Season grapeseed oil is one of the best oils to season with if you're not using Crisco. I'm like, Oh nigga, here we go. So I get this joint going. I you know lather it up, then I kind of like get the excess off. Run it for 200. Run it at run it for like 15 minutes or whatever. 200 degrees. Bring it back out. Make sure it's penetrating right. Get it back in there for four hours at four hundred degrees. Bring it out. Ashley, like, what you burning down there? I'm like, I'm like beauty, beauty, and seasoning into this motherfucking skillet. And I pull it out. I'm like, okay, it look good. Came back the next day. Think it need to be seasoned a little bit more. Put it back in there for another four hours. Get it popping. Bring it out. You let it, you let it cool all the way down in there too. Let it cool down. Man, the bitch look brand
1: new. That, shit, some, that shit be shining, son. <laughs> Cook
0: some burgers in it. Cook some burgers on that black ass motherfucker. And I'm just like, I'm like so proud of myself. Like if anybody asked me, what new skill did you learn during the quarantine? Because all these black, all these niggas, all these hoteps telling people they need to learn a new skill. Mine's skillet seasoning. I learned how to save a skillet's life.
1: Oh, you get a good skillet, man. And you just all you gotta do is keep that sucker, and then like I said, all you gotta do is clean it right. Yeah. And you cook in it, and then the more you cook, the better it gets, and then it is just great. They just great. They like, they hold heat so well. Like, if you want to sear some meat, like, if you if you got a steak at home, Man. get your ass a cast iron skillet. <laughs> Turn that shit up. Make that shit hot. I'll tell you and something else I learned today, to too. When, when it hits that jump.
0: I'll tell you something else I learned today, too. This was interesting. So when we went grocery shopping last time, I picked up some coals, charcoal for if we grill. I have a two. I have a two in one grill. I have a grill that I can use to do propane or I can put some charcoals on it and I can charcoal. Right. And I rarely use the charcoal because propane grilling is cleaner. It's quicker, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I was like, I kind of want to use these charcoals, though, because I kind of would just want that smoky taste that comes from that outside that you don't necessarily get from um, using propane. So I did a little process of heating up the coals one night, and whatnot, I and I had picked up these pork chops last time I went to the store just because Ashley was complaining about what meats we had. She was like, I'm tired of eating chicken and beef. I'm like, OK, well, I'll pick up some pork just for the hell of it. Right? I'll grab some pork chops. We can do something with them. Man, I posted a picture. I don't know if you seen it. Them motherfucking no, pork chops no, on that no, grill.
1: You made me hungry, nigga. Nigga. <laughs> I was just saying, you
3: made me hungry. The cold. I saw them. They look really good.
1: Nigga, the
0: cold. You put on Instagram? And, and, it's on Instagram. And the, yeah, it's and on the Instagram. asparagus
3: on the side nigga, with
0: the Brussels sprouts. With the Brussels sprouts. They look really good. Right. And then I had my peppers. I put all that shit on the grill together. And it cooked. I, I swear to God, y'all, it cooked in like 10 minutes. All of it. Cooked in like 10 minutes. Actually, it was like, the food is done already. You just put it out there. I said, man, I don't know these coals. I got super colds. These no, some super colds.
1: Once, once you get those coals hot, man, you like, I'm trying to cook everything. <laughs> evenly. Once in the house that need heat?
0: It cooked it all evenly, too. Like, I, tw- I put a thermometer in the pork chops. 140. Boom. Pull them off. Pull them off. Yeah. Everything cooked evenly. Juicy. Yeah, like seasoned had, well, you had one man. layer of coals all the way across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the way across.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, one layer, like, yeah, but like but like a like flat layer. So yeah, nice even layer. So they, mm-hmm. you got one layer coals. That's the that's the thing. Finding out your grill, the shape of your grill, and where to put the coals at, <laughs> so that you can get the best thing.
0: Like I ain't gonna lie. you just got
1: to go out there. to go out there and fuck it up. I'm like, trying go to go out there. Oh uh, no Next gone. Next, door when, next door run.
0: Next door run, I'm copping some salmon, and I'm trying to give me some catfish, some, and I'm trying to get out there and grill that. I know these burgers, about to, these Angus burgers I brought a couple weeks ago, they' about to get. I might cook breakfast on the grill one morning. I might just cook some eggs and bacon on the fucking grill. I wish hey, I had the I motivation you, to cook. I hate get
3: cooking. Get you some, get you some it's wood, So um, much fun. I hate it. I wood
1: chunks too,
0: man. I, so the wood chunks I have to be. I was reading about mines. I have to be um, sparing with the usage of those because I don't have like a deep pit grill. My coals are closer to oh, the food. You, oh, yeah, I got you. So yeah. putting the wood chunks in there is actually not recommended but um you know and it's 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 fine it's one thing i sacrificed by getting a, a two-in-one because you know the propane is great when i just wanted when i just want to cook something up real quick on the grill to get that grill taste but man the fucking char i gotta buy like three more bags of charcoal because i used half a bag I, they only had so that was another thing that was gone the they all the, the cheese bags up, yeah they well they had like the medium bags they didn't have the full bags they had they have like yeah. little bags then medium bags then full bags if all the full bags was gone, most of the charcoal was gone. I looked up. I got like one of the last medium bags they had. Uh,
1: before the before the uh before the pandemic went there, I went and bought me a new one. I was like, yep, go buy me some new charcoal, because I pretty much probably gonna be staying home.
0: It's man. But I want uh, to get me mm-hmm.
1: the, I'm I'm looking to get a new a new uh Weber grill. hmm That was gonna be like this summer was get it I was gonna get a new Weber grill, and I was gonna get a new lawnmower. <laughs> Yo, you we old. And, this nigga said I was gonna get a new, new lawnmower. Like, and Girl, I was like, I I just bought a, a battery powered lawnmower, and it's tight as fuck, dude. Dude, I got out there because my neighbor, for some reason, my neighbor wanted to cut the damn grass, and I hate that shit. Because like, you cut your grass now, my grass look dumb.
0: You That's definitely, true. you definitely yeah, are your I father's got, child. You are for yeah, sure I your daddy's child.
1: Cut the damn grass because you done not cut it. I was, I wasn't gonna cut it. We could just be, we could have weeds together. Wow. <laughs> but you, you want to be out How here? You please?
0: having a grass growing competition with your neighbor?
1: Y'all ain't even met
0: yet.
3: Nah, we ain't. This is another conversation I yet again cannot participate in <laughs> at
1: all. You ain't cutting grass? Don't have. Yeah,
0: grass. well, I
3: I don't. I listen. Don't I'm not it. domesticated. I do not own a home. I live in an apartment in New York. So I don't own a home. I was That's about to say he don't own a home problem. either. <laughs> <laughs> so then, what's the point of the lawnmower? Well, you have gra- you have grass though. Yeah, he has she, a yard.
0: They, a they yard. rent the house. They have a yard like a uh, yeah, attached if know, house. If so I yeah,
1: do I get a I get a letter from the from the city on my door.
0: Yeah, I don't
3: have we don't I don't have grass.
0: I got people that come cut my grass for me. I appreciate them very much.
1: All these flexes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> ain't
3: it yeah. nice? I'm, wow! I'm not kidding.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here. I,
3: y'all are like adults. Adults. I not even that I'm not an adult, but like I, in the words of my friend Steph, I'm a wife school dropout. I hate cooking and cleaning.
0: A wife school like, dropout. A wife dropout. school dropout. I am. That is the name of part oh. two of the episode. A wife school. <laughs> wife <laughs> school I am a wife,
3: dropout. I am a wife school dropout. I hate cooking wife and school. cleaning. But I will build you some shit. Like I built uh during this time, I built nice. a dre a three drawer dresser by myself, even though it has instructions that clearly said you needed two people. And I was like, Well, I live alone, so we'll figure it out.
4: Oh, I thought you was like <laughs> yeah, wood carving.
0: Yeah. You said I built it. I was like, You got like a little sanding shop and shit in the crib? Like what? Oh no, no, no. no. Like it but was like it, it was like IKEA like, yeah, like it no, it was like pieces. IKEA Ron, instructions
3: Ron, Ron, and me reading instructions and being like, Okay. Oh the graphic says two people. I'm just gonna figure it out though. That's, always, that's, always, bullshit. Like, that's,
0: that's always, always bullshit. That's that's always You don't always need you don't need two people to
1: build stuff. Nah, They want you had two reasons Sometimes you need the whole stuff, but you can lean something against a wall. You really?
3: That's can't. what I did. I I'd use like build my upside paper. down. <laughs> I use my old bed risers and my paper shredder the whole thing's up don't
0: you yeah. hate when you put like one side of the shit on inside out and the other side on outside in and you notice that yeah. shit after you, <laughs> just so the little you just like know i'm yeah. tired
1: of this i don't want you know to what one on side of this bitch gonna is gonna be rough
0: <laughs> like ashley like uh, again god bless y'all for the baby purchases but every time i get a box that's big as hell and it it's something like a changing table or a chair and I, i'll look at that box and i'm like when i gotta carry it up two flights of stairs and two (laughs) I gotta put this bitch together at some point like Ashley will come to me and she'll be like can we can we put together the changing (laughs) table and I'll look at her and I'll be like by we you mean flip that w upside down me can I put the changing table together well I mean I know no I'ma help I'ma help no you're not (laughs) now you're gonna go fall asleep you'll be like I'll be back and then thirty minutes later, I'm walking a room, and you could be pregnant and sleep, and that's fine. Because you're pregnant, you're supposed to be able to do that. You you are allowed to disappear when you are a pregnant woman and go do whatever the fuck you want to do because you're pregnant. This
4: is facts.
3: Oh yeah. If you ever to bring it upstairs, I sympathize because again, I live in a brown I live in a brownstone and it's a walk up, and I could typically like I'll figure it out. Like I'm able to finesse it to get stuff, but like my dresser and drawer, <laughs> I could not get it up the
4: oh, stairs. Oh yeah, nah, yeah, you got to get you got to get help for that.
3: Oh, no, i luckily like I just knocked on my neighbor's door. And I was like, listen, I would I am too prideful to ever do this. But I this calls for an emergency. So can you please help me out?
0: Mom, and
3: he was nice enough to help me out and just bring it upstairs.
0: My mom brought a full file cabinet, a full a tall, like a five foot tall black-ass file cabinet. Told she wanted to file her papers. I was like, are you working for the government or something? Like, I guess, like
1: how, many, how many papers you got? Why
0: you got a full office file cabinet? So, I, every time I come down there, it's always something I got to carry somewhere. And th- this time was the file cabinet. I walked in, seen it up against the wall and I said, that bitch probably been leaning against that wall, waiting for me for the last four or five <laughs> months. <laughs> oh, she, yeah, absolutely. She,
1: not a thing yet. She,
0: said, so I, she said, before you go, I want you and your dad. Now, her you've seen my dad walk. Yes, she said, "I want you that and means, your dad. That means you. <laughs> I want you and your dad to carry this up the steps, y'all. I love my pops. My pops dropped a a super amount of weight. Like he he was a big man, and he he fell down to to a a small man. He's not super small, but he is definitely not big anymore, and." Yes. All of that, all of that muscle that comes with you just being a big dude <laughs> that went away. So, they, no. so it's, he is an old man now. <laughs> uh, big man, big man He's Go. an old man. So when he goes, was this,
3: like was this recent phenom, your, your dad's weight loss?
0: No, it was not like over the last maybe two, three years oh, he, okay. he lost that weight. But like, um, so like my sister, he started going to the gym regularly. Our whole family and then started going to the gym regularly. And he, he would be, he'll call me up. You know me, man, I walk in there. Get on my bike, get my little pedal going. You know I get on, get do my stairs and my elliptical. But your sister, but she be trying to get me in there to lift weights with her. I ain't lifting no damn weights, I ain't picking up, <laughs> ain't picking up shit I don't uh, need to pick up. What <laughs> she, I need muscles for? She said you be like I ain't I'm doing retired, that weight I ain't shit. Do no work.
3: Oh, right. Yeah. You know? So staying staying healthy and working out during this is not easy. I. I so my mom also lost a lot of weight recently. She lost sixty pounds. My dad has lost thirty, and yeah, so like she's been she's been losing it over the last year and a half. And so um, I was like, well, I can't be the only fat person in this family, so I probably (laughs) should do something about that. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I was like, like, (laughs) no, I was like, y'all niggas are not gonna show me up, absolutely not. And so, plus I'm supposed to have a wedding, which uh, supposed to be a bridesmaid in the wedding in in October. Oh, congratulations! Right? Oh no! I don't know What no, about no, this? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I am woefully single. I am not. No, okay, I am this, bridesmaid. This I was I was like, like, a bridesmaid. Absolutely bridesmaid. Are you, are you, are you bridesmaid with I was like, you marrying somebody? <laughs> no, wouldn't it be crazy if that if I just casually mentioned that? Oh yeah, just like I'm engaged. You're like, oh, just got
0: this wedding
4: tomorrow.
0: Like, I mean, I know I know famous people got secrets and shit, but damn, I'd be like, that would just came out of nowhere. I
3: you know why it would be even funny because it's like you know, you and i text fairly frequently enough that you probably would just be like i didn't see any of this on your social media not, so none, I, it. none yeah.
2: of it no
3: what did this happen none of no it. I'm, I'm not getting married but uh i'm in a i'm a bridesmaid and she's supposed to have the wedding in october tbd on that but like it's still Obviously. slated <laughs> uh but uh i was like well i will it would be nice to lose weight so like started working out a little bit and it was great and then this happened i was like oh i've been doing like exercise dance classes and then. Uh, a friend of mine it lives an avenue away from me. We'll, once a week, we'll go out early in the morning, because I'm walking distance from Central Park uh, to Central Park, and run outside for about, like, 45 minutes, and we go there early to get away, like because people don't know how to act nope. in the city. Nope. So we'll go there early, get our asses back home. <laughs> nope. I got
4: a real quick question for you, speaking of uh, New York, because people... You know, and this is definitely not a criticism, but it is a for sure thing. People in New York process things differently than people outside of New York. Sure, absolutely. So, when you say walking distance, walking distance on Manhattan is not the same as it is walking distance for people that don't live in a city like that. So, when you say yeah. walking distance from Central Park, about what are you talking about? Ballpark.
3: I don't want to give the details because I you live. You have to say what neighborhood
4: you live in. Like. <laughs> like
3: But like then, uh, shit. Blocks. So there's two parts of there's two like sections of Central. Park. You'll have Central Park all the way downtown, and then you'll have Central Park uptown. Mm -hmm. Like depending on what end you're on, I'm more on the uptown side of Central Park. Yeah. Like so, I'm. It's it's not like a super super far walk, but like for eh, it's like maybe if we're like speeding it up, it it can be like uh, ten to fifteen. Okay.
0: So that's like. so when you say, speed, so I know they some people
4: they'd be like, yeah, I just walked from here to here, and it's like they were walking for like forty five minutes. Just no, I'm like, no, no,
3: no, 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 <laughs> no. We're like, no, our walk, our when we, when we, if we're like, so we're trying out, or I'm trying out for the first time. She's used it before. Couch to five k app.
1: Mm-hmm. Which, oh, okay, cool.
3: Yeah, like, have you guys cool. heard of it?
1: Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's horrible.
3: <laughs> it's horrible. Like I did the first time, and yeah. I, I just bought a like a massage gun that saved my life because oh, I that book- massage gun is fire. Bruh, I had to. When I got home, I was limping home, Wait,
4: and so I'm, i It's is, not like I
3: haven't been exercising at home. I've been exercising at home like four times a week. What is this and running I,
1: is? I, it's different though. Running, running is different. Running, you, be, running you running
3: is dumb? Running
1: is dumb. Running It is. So it is. it me, is. I understand why God only made us do it if we getting chased by. I'm gonna say, say we're we
4: society, us. so we <laughs> didn't have to
1: run. That's
3: oh, the whole yeah. point. Of like running, running will run and tell, tell tells you about yourself because you don't realize how much stamina you don't have Man. until you start running
1: oh so you can do stamina for all kinds of other stuff I have done so many little aerobic exercises in my hands, push, do all stuff, and then I go run around a block. I'm like, <laughs> but then you know, like, like, this, like your lungs are like, what are you doing? Stop. That's
0: but
3: that's what used to <laughs> trick like, me and, out. When and you and watched, my mom like, exclu- uh, pretty much exclusively was doing running, and that's how she learned. Like, it's the most efficient way to slim you down. It really is. But, but, was, but I hate awesome everything about man. it. And terrible. Oh, I'm my body was screaming, and it's not like I'm burning. I'm not bur- like it's not like I'm not burning calories doing my like dance and aerobic. Exercises because I surely am, and I'm still getting my cardio up and all these fun things. But I fucking hate running. But I was like, I'm using it as a way also for me to get fresh air because I'm a homebody as is, and I'm an introvert, so like I can easily just stay in my house for days and nobody knows mm-hmm, what's yeah. going on with me. So I was like, you know what? I should probably get sunlight at least once a week while we're while we're quarantined. Um, so I use it to do that. So I'm just like, well, you know, it, it kill two birds in one stone. Like I'll get some sunlight, and then I'm actually like exercising outside and it doesn't hurt to have do some type of running once a week but if i can hate it it's the
0: worst Um, i just don't Uh, i don't get it like watch it i was watching lord of the rings like a a while ago and there's a scene where they're just running like they're just like Mm. we ran for three days and i'm like Uh three days
4: i know people like that i don't (laughs) understand their brains like the only
0: running i've ever liked
4: doing is applied running which is sports? That's what applied running. Like you got to run in football, so. or you got to run on the court. I'm running to chase a football, I'm running to chase yeah. a soccer ball, and that's it. And those, like, and those are man. sprints,
1: you right, sprint yeah. And then you stop. And you stop. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody need a break.
4: <laughs> I remember I was in high school. I played football, so and I ran track. The only reason I ran track is because my dad convinced me that there would be girls from other schools there. So I was like, all this right, is, fine. these are facts." I didn't even you know really want to do that. I just did you know field facts. mostly. I did mm. one track event and then three fields.
0: Track thighs are uh, amazing. Huh? Track thighs are amazing.
2: Oh, they are amazing.
4: Absolutely. And but like the cross country coach was like, "Hey man, you know, uh you play football, running cross country will get you in great shape for football season." And I was like, "Absolutely the fuck not ever." Nope.
1: Nope. nope. Nah, nah. I look. Uh-huh. I said here and the whole fact to me that we got marathon <laughs> From a nigga who died after running,
4: bro. He died. That was a cautionary tale the, of the story. Yeah, but they made it The story was like we need to have perished.
1: a we need to have a functional system of smoke of birds so we can communicate over <laughs> long distance. Cause this nigga running, we going Everybody gonna die, and somebody's like, you know what? I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Just, no. I'm gonna do that for fun. I'm um, gonna fun run that. I'm and just going. People it. were like, you know what? Isn't enough
4: exercise a marathon? So let's do a long ass oh, ultra nigga!
3: Oh, I'm gonna run tri- marathon, triathlons. I just, so, I don't see the bro, point. A
4: triathlon is what? Like a five kilometer swim, Man. a ten mile bike ride, and then a marathon. I
0: don't want to. Mm-mm. I just don't. I just don't. Siri. I just don't want to. Like I look at that stuff and I just. I just I'm don't look want up to. How long an ultra marathon is? like, but yet, like stuff
3: I'm like that doesn't make the, any sense.
0: I love, I love the movie. I love the movie. Britney runs a marathon, but I
3: love it too. Man, but I was it's was no for her. me.
0: Like that end where she runs that marathon, New York marathon or whatever the end. I was like, nigga, no.
3: And I love, I like the message about like how it started off with her wanting to do something better for herself and finding the confidence, but also realizing that like when you get too obsessive. If that's also not good, you need to find balance mm-hmm. in, in your weight loss journey if that's what you so choose. And also, if you want to get healthier, healthier doesn't also equal weight.
0: Right. And mentally, so like, she needed to be healthier because she didn't have respect for herself. She didn't love herself. Like, that part played into it. She lost all that weight. And then she was still an asshole. To And, like, that still was messing up her relationships and stuff with people. So when you're working on yourself, you got to work on all of you. Like, that's, that's I love that message. And about from You got to
3: rock where you are. Like, look, I think I'm very cute at the weight I'm at. And though I'm trying to like slim down a little bit, I'm like my cuteness stays. So like, as long as, you know, <laughs> you're cute when you're bigger or smaller. And if you want to stay big, you stay big and you rock that bigness. Or if you get real small and you small and you stay cute and small, just be cute. Be great. Yeah. Listen. Be happy. Look,
1: look, hold on. I, I looked at, I was like, let me ultra marathon. I just Googled that. Right. The second miles. thing that, it come up, second that it comes up is the Washington Post, the health section. What happens to your body during the ultra marathon?
0: It dies and it comes back to life and dies again.
1: Right? Because cause they got fifty mile marathons.
0: No, no, no. Uh,
1: they got uh, they got multi day marathons that could go up to a thousand miles, like Forrest Gump. Ha ha. Are you serious?
3: I was watching this video casually where somebody was talking about how they ran a marathon. It wasn't fifty miles. I think it was like twenty six or something like that. But like the person gained blisters while they were running. No. And I was like, no.
1: No. Dude, the first thing they called there and How more miles can affect your body? Hallucinations. <laughs> <That's> number one. <laughs> is it Tuesday? Temporary blurred vision. While running. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> if you tell me right I, now, I'm gonna start running and then my ass tripping see? shit. Like it was gonna be a psychedelic high. Like, no. <laughs> No, I mean when they say runner
4: thighs, you just start seeing pink elephants flying around. Yeah, runner thighs. You your brain is
0: dying. Motherfuckers <laughs> turn into <laughs> Dumbo. No,
3: no another side effect for running is, and this is kind of gross, but like another side effect for running is like you needing to like use the bathroom, um, pretty violently because like it's your body when you're moving and you're you're moving all parts of your body to run, it's also <laughs> disrupting like your colon and uh, also disrupting like your digestive digestive tract. So people have to like poop while they run, and it's. Mm. I was just like, no. That's
0: why that dude was shitting at the same spot every day, and they finally had to catch him on his runs. Wasn't it a jogger that oh was like my the shit. God. Jogger? Yeah,
3: <laughs> I think so. Yeah, if he was doing like a long distance running or anything like that, <laughs> I don't when
0: know. I find, when I
4: found out about runners' nipples, I'm sorry. What are those? Chafing. They had an episode of The Office where Andy. I was going to say
3: the episode bleeding. of The Office was chafing. <laughs> dude, and Andy's like nipples were chafing and bleeding. Loose.
1: They wear loose shirts, oh, so you oh loose shirts, the, the shirt just just rubs on your nipples and rubs them raw, and start bleeding.
0: Oh no!
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: You
0: gotta wear a
1: sports man. bra as a man to make sure
4: your shit don't get. You all know cut what? Up. I'm just, mm-hmm. I just
0: walk fast. I will just walk fast and be happy no, with. That, I'm I'm I, good. I'm good where I am. Like I can fit a size 42 pants, and I I dropped from like a 50 to a 42. I'm good over here. I can buy pants. That is amazing. 90s.
1: Congratulations. I will sit here and lift ladies, weights. Ladies all the time which I get back in the throat try to get my girl in the lifting weights because I stopped doing it last time because I was like I'm gonna hurt myself at the home I had too much weight up there and I felt my knee do something weird and I, I was just like, do really dumbbells because she can't help me out no, she
0: yeah <laughs> that's why I do dumbbells because I can at least
1: clip like, them down I was like look if I'm if I'm squatting like two plates, like she can't help me. No, nope. <laughs> I'm gonna go down and I ain't coming back up. <laughs>
0: yeah, I feel like if like I look at people squatting up. and I'm like, yo, you realize that if something happened, you just gotta you gotta go ahead and take that broken ankle. You,
1: <laughs> you gotta squat- go down and break it. I break your whole I, shit. I love squatting. It is the one of the greatest like full body workouts. It is amazing. You put you put that bar in your back with weight. You drop that junk all the way to your thighs are parallel. And you do that about 20 times man it will be amazing it works oh it works your back it works your core it works your 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 glutes your thighs your calves wonderful jump wonderful. yeah
3: i've been doing a lot of squats during like my online aerobics like workout classes Woo. and i feel like i'm starting to develop like megan the stallion knees yeah. so i'm like they, the would,
1: she said right if you do like that's why i like having. I like having the weight on my back because it automatically like stabilizes me. And then you can get in that sitting position better. Uh-huh. And I can go, I can go all the way to where my, like where my, my, my thighs are parallel to the floor. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm like, is, I do, nice
0: thing. I do lunges and I do squats with dumbbells and I just started back up again after not doing them for a week. nigga. I hate when I'm going down the steps and my legs are running away without me. <laughs> Can I just? because I, I can't. Dude. I can't do it with the weight in them, and they feel swollen. They still feel swollen right now. i would
1: say if you legs. get a well, you ain't got a gym. If you get if you go to gym, if you go to gym, like get you uh get on the squat rack and like you will leave dumbbells alone. Like after I did that, it's just
0: no. I like I like curling. So I mean I I like uh, I like curling and I like some of the exercises to do with curling. Not saying I don't like. Squats and stuff, and I like bench pressing. So I can, so you can, like I bench press dumbbells as well. I shoulder press dumbbells, I curl dumbbells, yeah. and then I do squats I got, with dumbbells to a degree.
1: Yeah, because I got a, I got a set of the, I got a set of power block dumbbells, and then an the extra three hundred pounds of weight just you know sitting over there. Bro,
0: I got two forty fives and two twenty fives. Them fucking forty fives, yeah. boy, that is dumb dumb shits.
1: Get you, get you some of, uh, of the power blocks. They're great. I just.
0: They agree. I, I I don't want to spend any more money or get things shipped here that I don't need to get shipped. And them, them things yeah. was on sale. Them power blocks was on sale for like eighty nine bucks. Oh, I saw I got, them I, somewhere.
1: Yeah, I didn't get them for eighty nine bucks. I got them things years ago. though. oh, they're
0: expensive. They're they're not cheap. That's,
1: that's what that's what helped me when I when I had dropped when I dropped the seventy pounds, and then I gained all that shit back. Doctor said you're gonna die. So I said all right, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna drop sixty, more, you My bad. He said you go <laughs> diabetes.
3: Shit. No, I'm screaming at you, when saying my dad. dad.
1: When the doctor was like, <laughs> "You gonna die?" Like that shit hurt. That shit hurt. <laughs> and like when the doctor said there and literally, my doctor literally drew. He was drawing the organs that no longer worked the way they should. And I was like, "Huh? Hey, all right. This is you. You you have no bedside manner. Like <laughs> yo, just, you gotta do. You gotta, that's nine, was boy. a doctor now. he you know, he looked to be like. He said, "I'm a black man. You are young and black, so yes, I will be real with you." Oh yeah, somebody yeah, that yeah, care okay. about you, bro. No. It, that's that's, no. how I know, I that's how I know.
0: That's how I know, Doctor. Can't. Now, in my 600 pound life, he care about them people. He don't. He don't be. No. They lose 75 pounds. He be like, "You still weigh 500 pounds, though. You know you're gonna die, so you gotta lose another no. 75 pounds."
1: Dude, I sat there and I came back a year later, and he looked at my numbers and he said, "He said, dude, your doubles are miraculous. Good job." I was like, "Thank you, sir." You killed. You scared me. I, I thought death was around the corner. <laughs> it was. <laughs> like, I saw the re. I saw the reaper in the scythe It was a barrier. That that shit messes you up. So <laughs> like when people say, "Oh, I got a life changing event," I like, mm-hmm, I understand because that's a hard thing to do. But the dad is like, you gonna die? That
0: like, walk, wow. bro. That that walking. That was all hey. for the baby. I was like, I cannot be walking around here. And my fucking back be hurting while I'm trying, while I'm trying to carry a baby everywhere. I can't do so, it. I got to be look, able to walk and my back not hurt with this baby in my arms. So
1: you want to know you out of shape? Go play with a kid. Nigga. <laughs> like, yo, I play with my nephew. I'll be like, hold up, son. Like, why you got so much damn energy? <laughs> we ain't even moved. Like, you go play with a kid. You will realize I am not in shape.
0: That's what it was. Like, we'd be around there and I play with them for a couple minutes. And I'd be like, oh, I'd stand up and just be carrying them and talking to them for a couple minutes. Like, oh, I got to go sit oh, I got to go sit down. And then and now was after a while, I was like, see, I can't I can't function like this. I got to get rid of this back pain. I got to get my legs right. Like I got to do some and just dropping enough weight so that my back pain is fucking gone and that I can stand up for long periods of time. Like I can work standing up. That's one of the things I do now at home. When I've been in the office too long, I'll be like, look, today is a stand up work day. Take the laptop downstairs, put it on the counter. And stand there and do all my work, like just all day, eight hours of standing <laughs> until get I'm health. finished.
1: Get healthy. Start some good habits during this lockdown, because I think like all of us see. are all of us are getting older now. Mm-hmm. And we, you know yeah. we we think about your stuff that you they oh that's my parents go hold you like hold up hold up no no this, I'm about that age of when they started struggling with this so it's like
3: you know, my biggest thing was uh not only that but like you know. Have try like do whatever you want during this quarantine. The world's on fire, whatever. But like, yeah, if you if you can work out or like try something new, definitely find that. Or like do an activity that you've never done before or um, have had a chance to do. Like I started DIYing a lot more, which has been fun. Hey, and yeah,
0: I mean you know, I'll learn some yeah, new man. facts. You know, learn like, like, some new then, facts. Like I didn't know that. I didn't know J. Cole was older than T Pain. See? I learned something Wait, new. Wait, what? Learned something new. Didn't know no, that, he terrible, terrible no, terrible he, like that. Yes, he, yes is. he is. No the fuck he is not. Go look it up, yes, then, he sir. Is, Go sir. look it up, bro. He's eight J. Cole I is know. eight months older than T Pain. Go look it up. I do not believe
3: it. You. you don't have to I'm it looking weird. it up right now. So T Pain was born. Yeah, September thirtieth, nineteen eighty five. Mm-hmm. J Cole was born in eighty four. Yeah, he's right. T Pain is twenty eight days older than me. Yep. Get the fuck
4: out of here. Yep.
3: J Cole was born January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty five. He's right.
4: Yep. I I don't even know how to process this. T Pain has been a legend. Holy shit!
3: But also, T Pain has been thirty five as long as he's been in the game. That's why I'm surprised. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It. Somebody. somebody He's been thirty five since two
1: thousand two. They said TFA had been been singing like an old man that's been through some shit (laughs) his whole life.
3: Oh my God. He really. So then,
1: when he was 22. Yes. So,
3: rapper turned singer was a 22 year old's project?
0: Mm hmm. Huh. That's amazing, right? Like just, I'm like, in
3: love with the stripper was made was written by a 22 year old. That's fantastic.
0: you yeah, I remember when T Pain saw the uh, the Ray J tape and he was talking about man, look at that little youngin young out so there? Neat. And I'm thinking, y'all the same fucking age now. I'm like, you when you was talking about Ray J, like that nigga was a little kid.
3: He was probably a year older than you. <laughs> I'm not the only one who's surprised by this. I dead ass did not know that T Pain was that young.
0: That it was trending. That shit was trending been... on uh, Twitter. That's how. That's how I was like, this can't be real.
3: Oh, yeah,
1: wow. I, I, saw, I saw a trend like yeah. that and the uh, the Marja Ambrosia stay. That those are two things. Oh, I did she was, sung them vocals, vocals
0: yeah. on the, N- the instinct joint? Yo. Or the Dustin Timberlake Damn. shit? That's wild. That's yeah. why. No, it,
1: it, when you hear, like when you play it again, you can hear it so clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like you hear it so clearly.
0: No, Ray J. Yes, Ray J. was born in 1981. T Pain is three years younger than Ray J. When that sex tape came no, out, T Pain was talking about, was, talking about Ray J T Pain
3: was talking Same about Ray up. J. Like he was a little kid. T he was three years older than you, nigga.
2: Yo, he just got I, an old ass. I don't ass know why
3: he, like finding out that T-Pain is least in my like weight class age-wise bothers me so much. <laughs> I don't I know why I seriously
4: thought T Pain was like a somewhat elder statesman
0: of this current
3: mid-40s, ish. yes.
0: But it explains why he never thought. It explains why he has looked the same since he started. It explains it so because I am just like, now getting to the age that he looks like he is. Yeah, you would yeah. look at T-Pain and you'll be like damn, his, his hairline ain't receding to nothing yet. It's still where it was when he started. How is he doing this in his 40s or 50s? Then you realize that nigga 34. And hey, you like, no. Uh,
2: shit <laughs> <that> is <laughs> unreal.
1: What? We are, well, we, Me and we T-Pain had-
4: were born in the same month.
1: You older than T Pain? You are older. I, no, no, he's twenty eight days than T-Pain. older than me. Holy shit! Yeah, man. Oh, you older than T <laughs> We T-Pain.
3: all like we are. We're all of older. Us are
1: older than T Pain. <laughs> oh my
3: god! Y'all, all three of you guys were born in 85?
0: 84. Yeah. So yeah, you were born eighty four. Brandon was, born at the, mm-hmm. Brandon was born in December very end like right very end. in four days, four five days before. Got it. But, and but that was yeah,
4: February and then we and then were I'm all. I was the youngest. I've been the youngest person in every class I was in. Was we school, were all in college.
0: Like Listening to T Pain music, like man, He's this this nigga, ageism. this old oh, nigga, have been through some stripper shit, and he was younger than us.
4: Damn, I this is shocking me to my core.
0: I'm shocked
2: uh- too. <laughs> bah,
1: bah. What up, y'all? This your boy Fishy Mac. Y'all might know me as Little Fame. I represent the world, motherfucking famous M O P. M O P. Dance, dance, dance. You know what it is, man. World famous M.O.P., man. Now, where's my 40 acres? Where the fuck is my 40 acres? Where's my 40 acres? Keep the mule, motherfucker. Where's my 40 acres? It's a little fun.
4: You're now listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast, baby. With your host, Phenom Black, Miss Music Lover, Twan Burgundy, and Silent X.
2: This podcast ain't free. Well, maybe it is. But you better listen, niggas.